ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chick Foley Show. We are one week away from the official holiday of the Chick Foley Show. Halloween is right around the corner, and we have a lot of wrestling to recap between Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and NXT, and a bunch of new figure news. Uh, we're happy you are joining us. I am Phil Gentile, the Hot Take Kid. I have the lovely Sheena Phelps joining me from now from Kentucky, right? Sheena, you're in Kentucky right now? Is that is that correct? Yeah, I'm in the Hillbilly Gym Studios now. So yeah, I've left Sharpshooter Studio behind and I am here joining you from uh, from the sticks of Kentucky. So I hope you guys can hear me. I hope my connection is good enough. Sound pretty good. Yeah, you've been tra- you're a traveling fool, man. I swear. Every every week you're in a different place. I know. I don't know why I put this unneeded stress on myself. People are like, oh, I would love to travel and like go places. I'm like, oh, it actually kind of sucks. <laughs> like, Or maybe I'm just a homebody. I don't know. Yeah, it's not like you have a human being growing inside of you or anything. Well, yeah, that definitely doesn't help at all. So, yeah, I think the, the, the level of discomfort makes me like, oh, sitting in a car for 12 hours, that sounds like hell, <laughs> you know? For sure. We have uh, some uh, some packages to get through from the uh, the toy drive that we need to do later on in the show. I'm excited about that. We just literally got done watching NXT and AEW uh, separately, but uh, we will recap those. And um, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary, so we'll get to some memories about that at the end of the show. Because I'm pumped. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, I cannot believe it has been a year already. I feel like, in some ways, I feel like we've been doing this like forever because we do it every week, you know? And yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like, it's like, a, it's like a true commitment to like show up every week and watch this much wrestling and kind of like, you know, dissect it. But um, it's also feel like, holy shit, it's already been a year. Like, this is crazy. I know. It's our anniversary. I feel like I should take you to the Olive Garden or something, you know? <laughs> you know, sticks. I love you some, some unlimited breadsticks and salad. We've got uh, the, uh, the MVP, the intern, Marco Denton, checking in from uh, Boston, Massachusetts. What's going on, Marco? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, I actually thought I wasn't going to make it tonight. Um, I was actually at the uh, urgent care and then the ER. With oh, no. My, uh, with with my little guy, yeah, he, uh, his, uh, his slight, um, what do you call it? Um, what's not, what's I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm losing. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, he, <laughs> um, he has like kind of like slight breathing problems sometimes. Oh man. And, um, it was a little severe for some reason. Oh, um, no. yeah. So we, uh, um, we went to the urgent care first and then, uh, when they, I, I was I was like, please don't send us to the ER because I know they because some urgent care they just don't want to help you. Sometimes they it's like they close at like six, you're there at five. They're like, let's just send them to ER. We don't want to deal <laughs> yeah. with these people. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> um, then you know then you know you're gonna be in the ER for like six hours. Oh yeah, that's well. Luckily we were there uh, around like six, and we got out by like eight. Wow. Um, they, they fit, yeah, he was he was he was fine. They uh they did an X-ray on him in the urgent care. Um, they sent the x-rays to ER. They didn't like even tell us. They're like, Hey, yeah. So we just sent them to, to the ER. Just go, uh, just go talk to the doctors there and they'll tell you the results. I'm like, you can't tell me the results here. You're going <laughs> to oh make me go. God. I was like, it's all ploy. You just want my money. Yeah. Don't, don't get me. Don't get me started on the medical industry. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, that, we, that, we, <laughs> we have to do a Patreon episode on the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> medical industry. Oh, uh, it would it would not be very it would not be very positive. But we are sending all of our love to Big Brother Bella over there. Um, yeah. you know, <laughs> Big Brother Bella. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully yeah, he gets to feeling feeling better because breathing problems, man, that that's scary. Yeah, I decided yeah, what uh, we're gonna do. I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's okay, and I'm glad you're able to make the show, man. It's uh, I didn't I didn't know anything about that, but uh, 
prayers go out to him. Is he other kind of an asthma type of thing? Yeah, a little bit. Obviously, he's three years old, so they can't really do any, yeah, you know, yeah. inhalers or anything like that. So it's basically just like, you know, like nebulizer treatments and like like oral medicine and stuff like that. But it's just a thing that happens like around this time of year, which is really weird. It's always like the fall, winter, where mm-hmm. it gets like more intense, and then summertime, he's completely fine. I, I, I thought it would be opposite <laughs> with the heat and stuff like that, but apparently it isn't. Um, so, but yeah, he's doing good. He's, he's resting easy. He had a long day and a long night, so he'll be down for the count for a while. Hopefully. Well, that's good. That's good. At least he'll, at least he'll get some good rest tonight. Uh, we uh, want to let everyone know where to find us. You uh, can hit us up on Twitter. It's at Chick Foley show. And Sheena is on Instagram at Chick Foley. You can follow Marco on Twitter at Inglorious Gent, and I am I Hate JJ Reddick. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email or a question, or uh, you just want to give us a topic to talk about on the show, tell us how great we are. It's askchickfoley at gmail.com, or you can DM us. And uh, we appreciate the support. We'll get into it a little bit later on, but we've been doing this for a year. The show continues to grow, and so does our community of uh, folks that we interact with. So uh, we definitely couldn't do it without you guys. So, uh, Thanks to everyone who has uh, listened since day one, follows us, and um, all that good stuff. So uh, if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, you can get some extra content from us. Uh, the best way to do that is patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Uh, we have bonus episodes. We're doing some articles over there, unboxing videos. And then you get access to our Facebook group, which is uh, super fun. We do a bunch of cool stuff and giveaways there. Um now we have some stuff in the Go Figure segment for some uh, Patreon subscribers that I found stuff for. So a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. So uh, let's get into real quick. We want to do AEW and NXT since it's fresh on our brains. Just uh, literally just ended a couple minutes ago. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I watched NXT and I know, um, Marco, you got to watch AEW, right? Oh, well, I guess you were at the ER. Or did you get to watch? Yeah, yeah I, I was watching both. I had like two. I had my phone running uh nxt and i had my uh, computer running AEW, so i was like darting back and forth man you're 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 a tr- you're a true <laughs> you're a true professional <laughs> I, I i love it i love it so much uh, I mean, order, what, man. What, what the hell what the hell else are you gonna do while you're sitting there waiting in the freaking emergency room just like oh, stare at each other so yeah you <laughs> know. of course yeah the uh, doctor comes in and i was like mid in the middle of the uh the rhea ripley match like, You're like, I had to shut my phone off. I was like, "Damn, what, what, what do you want now?" And she's like, "Give me the rundown of everything." I'm like, "Rhea Ripley's fighting right now. You gotta, you gotta can can we, you, can we, can you can tell we me speed after this up. Yeah, <laughs> this up. Let's go." Yeah, it was it was a good night. I didn't get to watch AEW yet, but um, I think Phil got to watch the end of it. He was taking his kid to the aquarium. You know, we got we got parent problems down yeah. in these parts. We got all these things, so we're still trying to make it happen. So we got Marco watching in the emergency room. We got <laughs> Phil try, trying to catch up on Twitter at the at the aquarium, and then yeah. you got me doing like bedtime routine over here, like with NXT playing in the background. So uh, yeah, man, we're we're making it happen for you guys. <laughs> for sure, yeah, you guys better appreciate this shit. I uh, yeah, I got home about eight thirty, and then I've I caught it on sling i recorded on sling and 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 powered through it it was a pretty good show um there was a cool exchange they had cody come into the ring for an interview 
And of course, the the inner circles, you know, old school WCW kind of storyline. They had bought tickets and bought like a suite, so they're up there like causing noise and uh, bl- blowing air horns, you know, Hall and mm-hmm. Nash style. Uh, but yeah. uh, Cody calls out of some his boys, MJF. His brother comes out, Dustin, and then we see DDP for some reason come out with his yoga shit on, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it led to one of the uh, greatest lines. So uh, they they go up in the suite. Cody wraps his hand in MJF's uh, scarf and busts through the door, busts through the glass, and they start a big brawl out in the mezzanine area. And uh, there was a line, you know, it's going to go down an infam- infamy from uh, our boy Jr. Uh, he said, my God, they're going to destroy the Dippin' Dots. And, and, and just imagine that. I'm going to get that into the, the intro to the show next week because uh, Cody was, was throwing uh, Jericho's head into like a big container of Dippin' Dots, which oh, is pretty funny. my God. Um, that, so is, that is that. so amazing. I absolutely, first of all, I like Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots were like a thing that came out when we were like, you know, you kids. Like, I think it's like a, a, a novelty now. You like see it in like little strip malls and stuff like that every once in a while. And then like in stadiums. But they're actually pretty damn good. If you've never had Dippin' Dots, you should definitely give them a whirl. I don't know. Can you what? buy them in like, no, I don't know. Can you buy them in just like a store? I mean, I've seen them in like the mall and I've seen them like at the zoo and, you know, arenas. Yeah, I have, arenas. I have never seen them anywhere outside of like amusement parks or like Disney World or like stadiums and stuff like that. I don't think that they're a thing that you can buy at the grocery store. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. If you if you have bought uh, Dippin' Dots in a retail location, let me know. But um, yeah, it's it's I don't know what it is about them. It's like, I think it's just a nostalgia. You guys know I'm a sucker for nostalgia, but it's just like, oh my God, like it's these little space balls of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, yeah. and they're so freaking good. Um but yeah, I hope you didn't like you know waste all the Dippin' Dots. That's sad. Right? Yeah. Um, Marco, I turned it on when uh, it was the uh, they, they redid the Kenny Omega and Joey Janela match. That was on AEW Dark. I think the week that you went, and they did kind of just a a sanction match, quote unquote, uh, this week. I I don't know how you feel, and I've I haven't watched much Kenny Omega. This you know I've seen all of all obviously every week of AEW, but. Uh, I mean, he's a great wrestler, and I can't put anything past him. But it, it almost gives me RVD feels, where I can I can probably name you the five things he's going to do in every match. And I mean, you can probably say that about every wrestler, but you know, sometimes it just it happens, and you don't really notice it. But I mean, the fireman's carry into the slam into the the middle rope moonsault has been like that. That happens in every Kenny Omega match, and you know, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not taking anything away from him or shitting on him. I mean, he's fun to watch, but. I can only imagine watching him for, you know, every week for three years and, you know, it's going to be kind of, you're going to call the spots as, as the match goes on. Do you, do you feel the same way or am I just being too nitpicky? Uh, yeah, he, he, he does seem kind of like, uh, ABC one, two, three with the, with the move set, um, over here at least. I know like if you watch any of the new Japan stuff, it, it probably was happening, but there was so much other things happening in his matches that you didn't notice it. Right now, and I think it's more. I think he's more streamlined on this side, and and it's it's more structured. Um, he is. I was actually talking to one of my coworkers about him. Um, if you watch him, he seems like he's really like the most like like accurate like like guy. Like he's like all his moves are like spot on perfect. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen him like like bumble or mess or flip or, or tumble or anything like that on any yeah, of his moves. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah. he lands perfectly. He like, even when he takes off, he like does this kind of like almost like ballerina hop step thing where you like, t- it's, it's pretty insane. But when you see that a lot, it's, 
I, I think the match that he had tonight, it was more of a wrestling match. It wasn't a unsanctioned match. So it was more of like a like a Joey Janela coming out party. Because if yeah. you if you look on Twitter, you see a lot of people saying, "Oh, oh my God, Joey Janela can actually wrestle. He, he's not just limited to like hardcore matches." Um, and he actually really did did a really great job in this match. Um, I think the unsanctioned match was better. Um, there was a lot. There was a better move, a better move set from Omega, and that he was more creative in that one. Where this one was just a regular, you know, match where he did his like, like John Cena routine, where he does like he said his 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 move set after move set. You can pretty much tell what's going to come up next. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good match though. I didn't I didn't hate it at all. Yeah, he's, he's almost like too good. It's almost like he doesn't make. Yeah, I've never seen him make a mistake, and it just seems like you know every every move is just done with a purpose and done so well. I mean, it's you know kind of a gift and a curse. Uh, the the main event was Pac versus Moxley, and that went to a draw. And uh, obviously, I mean, I haven't looked on Twitter or anything. I'm sure no one's shitting on it, even though uh, we we seem to shit on the end of the uh, the Hell in the Cell match, which also finished in <laughs> a no contest. But overall, it was a good show. I wanted to get uh, Sheena's opinion on. I don't know if you saw it last week, but the Marco stunt match, uh, people were up in arms about um, him being in the match against uh, the Lucha Bros, uh, subbing in for, for Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. What, what, what yeah. did you think about him being an in-ring competitor? Um, I mean, I don't know why everybody's up in arms about it. Like, what's the big deal? Just because he's small? Is that like the only thing? I mean, can't, well, let's just give him a new name like we did Shorty G. Um, and then he'll be he'll be like on TV every week. Like, I don't understand why everybody's like so um, pissed off that they just like sub someone in. Like, that's just what you do. You know what I mean? No, I think no, it was I, more just just the gimmicky. Like, I, I think the AEW fans are, are, you know, trying to stay on this realistic path. But, you know, he's subbing in for a fucking dinosaur. Number one. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it, it isn't believable that he's going to be able to, to go or, or stick around in a match with with those two guys which are you know just two badass mfers uh in in the lucha bros but i mean he hit a couple crazy like spinning like ddt type of moves but overall he got you know he got his his uh his butt whooped a little bit and which which should have happened but um i, I don't know i mean you see this i mean spike dudley was a wrestler for a long time he it was kind of in the same vein and, and nobody really complained about that i mean that was the attitude error obviously but i don't have too much of a problem with it i think it was just kind of a we had to have this match it's it's in the tag team tournament so let's you know luchasaurus obviously is injured i don't think this is going to be a, a a running thing where marco stunt is a active competitor in aew if it does it's just going to kind of it's not going to cheapen things but i can definitely see where people are complaining a little bit but for for a one-off it wasn't bad he it's it's something different, you know. Yeah, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Like you said, Luchasaurus was injured. I mean, it. I mean, who else would you have put in that spot? Like you know, just off the top of your head. I mean, Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy. I mean, they've kind of been together up until this point. So like, why? Like, who else would you put there? You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's people just want to complain. But um, overall, a good show tonight on AEW, and uh, I'm excited for that full gear uh, show. <laughs> Marco got me what? the uh, the Rio T-shirt. I'm ready to rock that once it gets here in the mail. So I'm pumped. What what day is Full Gear again? Remind me. I think it's November. Ba, 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 ba. I'm pulling up a calendar now. It's November ninth. Ninth. November ninth. Okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Still not sold out here in Baltimore, which is uh, I think they've sold like ten thousand tickets. 
So that is not a good new, which is very surprising. They seem to be selling mm-hmm. out, selling a lot of these uh, these dynamite uh, episodes. So I'm surprised they haven't sold out this pay per view. They announced uh, it's going to be Lucha Bro. Oh no, it's going to be LAX or whatever they're called now against the the Young Bucks at Full Gear. So it's a pretty good card shaping up. You know, I'm excited. Yeah, I think as as the card shapes up a little more, they'll they'll sell more tickets as it gets closer to time. And it's just it's just getting into that time of year where it's like holiday time and. People don't know what their travel plans are going to be, or people are saving their vacation days for travel plans and things like that. So, I mean, like, wrestling's kind of getting pushed down to the bottom of the priority list. You know what I mean? They're like, hmm, I can yeah. either take this t- time off to go, like, spend Thanksgiving with my family, or I could go to a wrestling show. And granted, like, let's be real, like, Mark's like us. We'd be like, ah, screw the turkey. Like, let's go to a wrestling show. Yeah. But yeah. but the a- but the average person's probably going to be like, well, shit, my wife will kill me if I, you know, <laughs> go to this show instead of taking our days off to spend with family. So, yeah, it is getting that weird time of year where I'm interested to see, like, you know, if these shows keep selling out and things like that. Yeah, it's also, I mean, time and also money. I mean, you're saving up for you know Christmas presents and all that kind of true. stuff. True, so very that, true. That could be something. I did want to uh, make a quick announcement that on November 9th, before that full gear, if you're coming to that AEW pay-per-view, uh, we're doing a get-together, a little meet-and-greet at uh, the Pratt Street Alehouse. It's about a, literally a block away from the Royal Farms Arena. Myself and Double Click Figs from uh, Instagram. Uh, if, oh, you're cool. in, if you're in the Baltimore area, I'm excited. Yeah, we're just going to you know meet there, have some apps, uh, drink some beers, talk some wrestling. Uh, nothing, nothing, f- you know, super formal. Just be uh, whoever whoever shows up. So hit me up if you're going to be there. It'd be pretty fun to uh, to meet some of you guys and uh, talk wrestling. So uh, yeah, how was uh, NXT tonight, Sheena? Oh, NXT NXT was another great show. Um, you know, last week um, it kind of set the stage for everything that happened tonight. So you know, last week Undisputed Era turned in this USB. Um, this USB drive to the announce desk. And like, you know, they just like showed up after the, after the match and, um, they, they turned this in and it was, they played it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they were just like, you know, logically, like, let's not try to apply logic to an illogical situation, but they, they played this video that was on this USB drive, this thumb drive, um, over the audience. And it was showed them beating up dream. And it was like threatening, uh, Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa. And it's like, you know, if you guys come for us, like, this is what's going to happen to you too. Um, which led to dream, um, being, you know, out, out of, commission this week so he didn't fight this week but we did see another chapter of uh keith lee versus uh dominic dijakovic which was a uh, freaking amazing and roddy comes out he interrupts the match you know thinking like you know well i'm not gonna have a no- like a number one contender like neither one of you guys deserve to be here like in in my league right you're not gonna take my gold and obviously william regal comes down um does what he always does. <laughs> it was so it was so predictable. Like it was like you know you 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 could telegraph from a mile away what was about to happen. But he um, turned it into a triple threat match this week. So it was um, nice. Roderick Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. And oh my gosh, it was a friggin' barn burner. It was so awesome. Um, Keith Lee almost got the pin, and then obviously Roddy came in, kicked him in the head, got the pin to retain. But um, yeah, you guys should definitely go back and watch that match because it was just like. It was insane. Like, like I said, I was not, I was not high on Keith Lee for the longest time. And then this like last like month, I'm like, okay, I get it. I understand why people are so high on Keith Lee. Like this man is a freaking force to be reckoned with. So, um, I'm super excited to see where it goes from here. But, um, the thing I'm most excited about right now, I think, well, I don't know. There's a lot of things I'm excited about for NXT, but the women's, um, division, like right now, like the women's title picture is like, 
on fire. Like, I mean, you have Rhea Ripley, you have Io Shirai, you have Bianca Belair, you have um, Shayna Baszler, like all contending for this, like women's title. And it's like, so, so exciting. Like, have you gotten to, did you get to watch last week NXT last week? No, I did not. I'm, I'm two weeks behind now. Yeah, (laughs) it's hard. Shit, Wednesdays, it's like, it's just like you're jam-packed. Like I said, I'm behind on AEW, so, you know, (laughs) we'll just have to have an official... (laughs) We gotta flip, we gotta switch one week and just like... Yeah, exactly. We'll have an NXT correspondent and an AEW correspondent. Um, But, uh, yeah, so last week, you know, Ray Ripley and Bianca Belair, like, they made claim to uh, Shayna Baszler's title, and then Io Shirai comes out, throws her name in the hat, um, and it was just like, I don't know, I'm just super, super pumped. Obviously, we all know, like, let's be real, like, this is all leading to Rhea Ripley becoming the next women's champion, because she is just absolutely, I, I just can't speak highly enough of her. I don't know what it is about her, but I'm just obsessed. Like, I love her. I love her look. I love her moveset. I love her wrestling. I love her promos. Um, the one thing I don't like is that freaking, she's got a, a piercing in her upper lip. Like, I just noticed it tonight. I've never noticed it before, which is very weird. And it, like, kind of freaks me out a little bit. Because <laughs> the thought of, like, getting pierced in my upper lip, like, like above her, like, in between her gums and her front lip is, is a piercing. Rhea Ripley? Yes, she was cutting a promo tonight, and I was like, "Is that a freaking like piercing in her mouth?" Yeah, yeah. So she's she's a badass bitch. <laughs> she's just sticking needles in her mouth, um, which is way more. She's way more of a woman than I am because I, I'm not doing that shit. Well, she seems like she could kick my ass 100. percent So, uh, yeah. Oh, one 100. percent So yeah, the women. Oh, thanks. The women- thanks a lot, Sheena. Come on, back me up a little bit. <laughs> Listen, I I just got. I just tell it like it is. She's twenty three. I mean, uh, Australian, twenty three year old Australian would definitely kick my ass. She's probably beat up kangaroos before. I was just about to say. I bet she spent like her childhood in the backyard, like wrestling kangaroos. But um, what do you think, Marco? Like, what do you think about the women's um, title picture right now for NXT? I think it's great. Um, Actually, even with the uh, the. The WWE uh, women's tag team titles coming into play as well. Yeah. Um, spoiler yeah. alert if you haven't watched it yet. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's it's actually shaping up really well. It might even be. I mean, it's rivaling the men's division mm-hmm. in NXT right now. If you if you're uh, keeping track of that stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was very. Uh, I was actually. I I didn't think Bianca Belair was going to win, but I did like the matchup because they're both pretty equal in size. Yeah, and I like I like that at the beginning where they had kind of like that test of strength. Like neither one of them could get like the upper hand when it came to um, uh, collar and elbow when they locked up and everything. It was it was I actually really enjoyed that show. It didn't demean Bianca at all mm-hmm. in that sense. Who it showed her as still a, a competitor. Um, so I, I, that's one of the things that I love how NXT does with their like their superstars. They don't completely demolish people unless it's like a obviously a job or something like that. They yeah. always give the other person the, like they, the other person comes out looking clean at least if they, if they do lose. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's even how Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. I don't know if you remember their feud, but whenever they were feuding, um, I felt like, you know, I mean, obviously I didn't think at that time, like Bianca Belair was the one that was going to dethrone Shayna Baszler, but they still made her look like so strong, like uh, even, even in defeat. Um, and it's just like you said, like, you know, and, and it allows me to believe like that she could possibly be a contender against, you know, Shayna or Rhea or whoever, you know, 
becomes the next women's champion. You know, it's not like, oh, yeah, you got your ass kicked by Shayna Baszler. Like, no, she put up a hell of a fight um, and she just couldn't overcome the odds. But, yeah, I love I love how they do that. And like you said, the hashtag spoiler alert, um, the Kabuki Warriors are going to be fighting on NXT this um, next next week. Yeah, against uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. They had a number one contenders match tonight against uh, Jessamine Duke and Maria Shafir, and um, they they got over. And then obviously, like you know, the women's tag titles are going to be defended on NXT. So that's super exciting. Like I, I feel like finally, maybe <laughs> these titles are going to have um, a meaningful defense, you know, and like worthy competitors, like women that are like actually worthy to be like tag champions. I mean, the Kabuki Warriors are worthy tag champions, but I'm just saying like as far as like feuding and things like that. Did you did you talk about the end of NXT? Because that seems to be <laughs> like where we're bearing uh, the lead here. I don't know if I just looked it up. I don't know if Marco knows the news here. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. I don't, yeah. I, I watched the end of it. Yeah, okay. It was, no, uh, no. You, you we, were, we were just saving the best okay. for last. That last <laughs> piece, yeah. last piece Actually, of steak on the plate. Before yeah. before we get to that, I don't want to leave people in a cliffhanger. But um, watching Keith Lee and Roderick Strong face each other reminded me of like me and my son. When we're wrestling, I just like pick them up and toss them all over the place. It literally, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. my God, this is like a mirrored, like it looks, it's like, it's exactly how we look when we, when I wrestle my son, I just pick them up and fling them across the room. Keith, yeah, <laughs> Keith, Keith Lee is a freaking behemoth, man. Like he is just something else. I mean, he, he like, I don't know how much Keith Lee weighs. Like I, I'm sure they said it when he came out, but I don't, I have no idea how much he weighs, but he like took himself over the top rope, like, you know, flipped over the top rope onto Roddy. And I was like, Oh my God, like this, this guy, like how do you have that much momentum that you can move that sort of mass in yeah. that way? Um, it is just, it is just absolutely in freaking sane. Um, and I, like, like I said, I'm so here for it, even though I was like, cause you know, Shoemaker always used to put him over. Like he would be like, Oh, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee. And I'm like, Shoemaker, what the hell do you see in this guy? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then, like I said, the, the light bulb has went off and I'm like, Oh my God, like this guy, re- <laughs> this he's, guy, he's representing for all us Husky gentlemen out there. You know, you oh, gotta, gotta have, you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta show him props, you know? Hey. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. I love, I love a good huggable wrestler. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, like, okay. you, you know, like you, you see all these beautifully like chiseled bodies, and that's cool too. You know what I mean? But like, I, I, I really appreciate a guy that's got a little bit of huggability to him that can just like whoop ass too. You know, like kind of, kind of got a farmer build. There you, <laughs> you go. Know? Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know what kind of farmer I'm built like. I mean, unless unless you can farm for butterfingers. <laughs> but uh oh um, yeah so th- that, that that'll happen next thursday there you, you, can, go. You, can, you can harvest your crop on halloween <laughs> um i forgot but, to mention okay. that we were inside the squared circle in this segment we're sponsored by chalk line speaking of uh yummy treats uh they have a bunch of yummy treats on their website uh not food wise but uh clothing wise and uh check them out you can use code chick c-h-i-c-k for 15 percent off there and uh, man, they've had some some fire stuff coming out over the last couple weeks. Uh, they got that fiend hoodie that zips up into the fiend mask, and uh, the yeah. outsiders jacket, the ECW jacket. So uh, much stuff. Now they're coming out with the uh, entrance pants, like the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart entrance pants, and like uh, mm-hmm. workout pants. So uh, definitely, uh, if you go to that website, pre- prepare to spend some money because uh, everything they have there is, is is badass. So yeah, but you can just use code Chick, and it'll yeah, save you yeah, at least. Off. At least something, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, so that's super awesome. But yeah, not not we cannot not 
we cannot leave talking about NXT without mentioning the ending. So the, the match went off and I was like, man, that was, that was awesome. All of undisputed era comes out obviously to celebrate with Roddy. Um, I had a feeling that Ciampa was going to come out and sure enough, he did. He came out dragging his crutch, looking all freaking burly and sexy. Like he always looks. Um, and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like what's going to happen here. So then we hear, Johnny Gargano's music. And I'm like, whoa, like what the heck? You know, Gargano's back. So Gargano comes out, stands in the stands in the ring with Ciampa, and you know, the DIY chant obviously like breaks out. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is so amazing. Well, next thing you know, freaking Finn Balor's music hits. We got so we got the Undisputed Era, all four guys standing face to face in the middle of the ring with Ciampa, Gargano, and Finn Balor. I mean, that is some serious star power. Am I right? Oh man, three of the three of the best that ever come along the last ten years for sure in, in NXT. For sure, it was just it was just such a cool moment. Um, and it, unfortunately, hashtag spoiler alert, it didn't last very long. I mean, the cool the cool moment. I mean, it was still a cool moment, but uh, Finn Balor turns on Johnny Gargano, kicks him in the freaking head, and then proceeds to like spike him on the ramp, like whoop his ass all over the arena, like you know. Uh, spear him through or kick him through a uh, barricade into the audience. Um, so it looks like we're getting Gargano and Finn um, as a feud. And then obviously Adam Cole um, and, and the rest of the undisputed era against Ciampa. And I am so here for Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. I mean, I think that is going to be like epic. Oh my God. So good. Is he, I mean, is he going to join undisputed era? That would be pretty cool. It was, it was very unclear. It was very like, um, just I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like it was kind of discreet. Like all the undisputed era guys were standing lined up in the ring, like doing their undisputed era hand gesture. And then Finn was standing on the ramp over, you know, a, a dilapidated Johnny Gargano. And he like does like, you know, double like looks like, you know, gun fingers like pointing toward Gargano, but they're all like staring back and forth at each other. So I don't know if it was just like a mutual respect thing. I don't think he's like joining the undisputed era. I don't think that would be a, like a good move. Like, I don't think he needs that. You know what I mean? Um, but it, I think it was just kind of like a show of solidarity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'll, I'll take care of Gargano. Like you take care of Ciampa. I like turning him heel because you know when he goes back to Raw or SmackDown, he's going to come back as a, a huge baby face. So, you know, use use the time now when you can do it to uh, start some mm -hmm. new feuds and things like that. So, I'm excited, and he's got some really strange tattoos, which are kind of heelish too. So I'm like, okay, I, I can deal with this heel, this heel um, Finn for a little while. I'm I'm excited to see how how it plays out, how his promos are, how his character work is, you know, what his move set's going to look like, and things like that as a heel. So I'm pumped for it. I'm glad we started the show talking about AEW and NXT because honestly, it's the best part of my week wrestling wise. Oh uh, crap. I forgot. We still have to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember Sheena and I don't want to shit on things too much, but do you remember a time when Raw and SmackDown felt, you know, even after this draft felt as meaningless as it has, or just like, you know, if, if someone didn't watch Raw and SmackDown, you asked them, they asked you what happened. Could you give them anything from these five hours of wrestling that really made any sort of difference besides the the awesome Ric Flair promo where he just got to say whatever he wanted? Oh, God. <laughs> um, you know, I don't 
I don't know. And you know, it's, it's hard for me because I'm like, I'm trying to be like level headed and not just like, you know, burn Ron smack down to the ground, like the freaking firefly fun house. I just want to like, be like, maybe this is just a weird time. Like, you know, it's, it's in between, like it's, it's before survivor series. Um, we're all, we're all they're talking about is crown jewel, which like, let's be real is a one-off anyway. It's just like, it's basically like playing, um, you know, 2K20, like you can just make whatever match you want and it really just doesn't affect any of the other ongoing storylines. Like literally it's just like, you know, doing whatever the hell you want. Um, And I think that kind of always makes things feel a little like disjointed and you pair that with a very disjointed, a very like poorly executed draft. And I think it's just really making everything feel like wah, wah, wah. You know what I mean? And I feel like people are just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what am I supposed to be getting from this? But I think it's going to pick back up. I think, you know, after Survivor Series, you know, th- you know, the Rumble, all those things that we know and love, I think it'll it'll pick back up. But this is just a really, really bad time right now. You, you sound like a, uh, a girlfriend who thinks her boyfriend's going to change. You know, after, <laughs> after his birthday, after his birthday, he's going to start treating me better. I know he is. You know, I love him. I still love him. Um, a, co- a couple bright spots. I do like bringing Drew McIntyre back in, in the in the manner they did, and making him, you know, putting him over Ricochet, and finally giving him a you know a better you know spot on the card, I guess you could say, and putting him in this in this on this team flair uh, for the Crown Jewel show, which we'll get to. We'll we'll do a preview of that whole card next week, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's actually shaping up pretty pretty nicely. Pretty interesting card. Um, but I mean, I'm glad he's up in a, a position where because he can be a, a pretty pretty monster. He I was listening to one of the Conrad Thompson podcasts and they were they were redoing a pay per view from 2009 when Drew McIntyre was on it and and they were you know they were talking about how the announcers were talking about here and this is the next big thing he's going to be the next you know future champion and and we're still talking about that you know as a possibility you know it's a decade later but uh, I mean I think the the dude has the look he has you know if you position him right. Um, uh, it, it's good. So I mean, I like that, and I do like you know. There's some there's some newer people now that we have the roster split up. You know, you're you're seeing some fresh matchups. You know, we get to see Sin Cara in, in a match. You get to see Aleister mm-hmm. Black finally on Raw, and, and some different things going on there. But uh, the whole Lana storyline, I want to get your thoughts on because uh, it just feels very you know very, a very dated you know. Mm-hmm. crappy attitude era storyline you know i don't know where they're going with this it's just gonna is this just a lead to a lashley rusev match at like you know a, a random pay-per-view is that what all this is for i mean seems like a lot of tv time for just you know two guys that are kind of in the middle of the card just having a random fight but yeah they must have some big some big plans for this somewhere along the line because they have spent a lot of time a lot of tv time on it um and like I, like you said, it. I feel like there was a much better way to get to a Lashley Rusev, um, like like feud. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know why they had to bring in this like Days of Our Lives type situation. And like last week was so cringe. And maybe I'm the minority because I remember when I was like shitting on the Mike and Maria, like you know, um, Jerry Springer type, like who's the daddy, you know, and her like emasculating him every week. People would be like, "Well, I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of interested in it. Like I like it." And I'm like what am I missing? Like, what is it that I'm missing uh, like about these things, you know, that other people seem to find interest in? Because I've heard, I've also heard some people say that they're intrigued and interested by this, you know, storyline. They're like, well, you know, I get it. It's kind of corny, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, 
it's going somewhere. And I'm like, well, I mean, I guess you have a point, but for me, it's just so like, Oh my God. Like I, I just, I feel like I've seen this song and dance like 18 million times and they're doing it. So, I mean, it's wrestling, so it's gotta be poorly produced. I mean, did you see that restaurant that they were at that Lana was like, this is the restaurant I've always wanted to come at or come to my entire <laughs> uh, r- relationship. And I'm like, you are literally sitting in like, a, a, a freaking stock room with a booth in it. Like this is so, <laughs> this is so terrible, you know? And yeah. then I, th- I think Lashley, you know, he's doing pretty good as far as like just looking more comfortable in front of like the camera and cutting promos. Like maybe this is who he is in real life. Maybe he's like a home wrecking <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? And he's like, Oh, I'm really coming into coming into my own, you know? Um, but the whole Rusev thing, like he just looks like such a punk. And I'm like, I don't believe him. I don't believe him for a minute that he's like got this like animal rage and he's gonna like beat up Bobby Lashley. Like you've literally sat there for a month and let Bobby Lashley like bang your wife. Yeah, why is he not more pissed off about the whole situation? He seems like he's just like like a puppy dog. Like why are they not making him like using this to make you know make the opportunity to make him like uh, uh, just beating up dude like you know show these promos and then have him in a match against somebody and just like they have to pull the referees have to pull him off somebody because he's beating the crap out of him or something. yes see i would be more interested in that but just him like rolling over and being like this like weird like subdued puppy dog and also i told you guys i i have lost a lot of interest in rusev ever since he's like lost weight and i'm glad he's healthier i'm sure he's healthier i'm sure he feels better but like he was such a you he had such a unique body style he had that very huggable body style before this like the a second big- time you've you've referenced how you like big like you know husky gentlemen here i don't know what is going <laughs> on with you <laughs> you have like some sort of like uh I don't, what are they called the guy like big like hairy guys called oh jesus what she's a chubby chaser yeah, yeah, that's no what, that's like, no, like. Bear, bear, a bear bear yeah he's a bear yeah he's, he's a, a bear, bear. Uh, <laughs> um, the weather's maybe, getting colder so you need somebody yeah you know i need somebody to warm me up maybe it's because i'm getting bigger too and i feel like i need a big <laughs> I, I feel like i need a bigger counterpart need a smaller compared to the person <laughs> you're with yeah yeah i i need because right now like i mean at this point where i'm at right now um 30 weeks pregnant like if our house was on fire i don't think seth could like carry me out <laughs> you know i don't think i need i need somebody with some with some uh you know meat <laughs> that could like you know throw me over their shoulder like king kong and just like carry me out <laughs> marco marco i'm gonna say this right now i want you to take a note bobby lashley is going to be in one of the two main title matches at wrestlemania this year Oh my God! No. Yes, I, you mean, I, like I the, guarantee it. Okay. Universal and W or WWE. Yeah, one, one of the two. One of the two. I can see him going against Brock, or I can see him, you know, as a heel against Seth or something. But I think I think they're built. That's what they're building to with him as a heel. Oh could my be, God! Yeah. I'm, I'm usually wrong about most things, but I, I wouldn't be. So, I mean, think about it. I mean, who, who do they have on either of these brands to be? I don't know, position in that way, you know, unless you're going to, I mean, you have Kevin Owens as a face, you have AJ Styles right now with the U S title. And I know that, you know, that can change, but, uh, right. Um, I don't know. Like if you're going to keep Seth with the belt going forward, like he's running out of heels to face. You know, well, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other MMA fighters and boxers out there that they could just bring in, you know, at the, at, at on whim, and um, maybe Conor McGregor will show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Jack, and Jack, uh, Jack and, Hager. Yeah, Jack Jack Hager, best MMA fighter in the world, um, will show up and and fight Seth at, at WrestleMania. But 
Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but oh my god, like that would be like the most anticlimactic. Like I just feel like Bobby Lashley, like this is not taking away from his like in ring ability. Like I feel like he's he's you know he had a good little run with Braun Strowman and things like that, but he just has no charisma to me. Like I feel like he's like dead behind the eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like with, he just, I liked him with Leo Rush a lot. Yeah, Leo Rush was the best thing about Bobby Lashley. You know what I mean? He was he was the mouthpiece. So I feel like he he definitely benefits from having a manager. Like he can't I don't feel like he can't hold his own. You know what I mean? Um uh, and this storyline that he's in right now is not going to carry him to WrestleMania. Like they're going to have to really do some serious building if they want me to take him serious as like a freaking WrestleMania main eventer. I agree. I agree. That, I mean, it's a, it's a long time. We got like five, six months. So maybe maybe they turn Kofi heel. Maybe Kofi like finally snaps after like after like pushing down all of his feelings for so long about getting beat with Brock. Like he's never even mentioned it, and he's got like all of this like pent up, um, you know, rage inside of him. And he's like, you know, I I just had to like swallow my pride and you know throw pancakes at the audience after I got my ass whooped in five seconds, you know, and everybody just kind of like forgot about me as champion and maybe he'll just like completely do like a 180 heel turn and be like a mega heel well somebody did notice in the promo from smackdown on friday that um kofi kofi was with the new day they were talking they were being interviewed or something talking about how he you know he's not upset about losing the title and like you could see his hands he had like a pancake in his hands and he was like crushing it um you know i saw I heard that too i didn't see that though i i totally missed that i didn't like see that subtlety but like like I said, that's some very subtle, subtle storytelling. But if that's true, like I love it. Yeah, I mean, WWE writers are not known for their subtlety, so maybe he was just, you know, maybe just like a, a thing <laughs> maybe he was doing was, with his hands. So who knows? Or maybe, maybe that's his true feelings, and it's not his kayfabe feelings, and he's yeah. just trying to, like, you know, he's like, oh my god, I am really pissed off. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it all shapes up in the next five months. I mean, we just got to get through this, like. <laughs> Let's just let's just get through this freaking crown jewel and like the all of this weird weird part of wrestling. Let's kind of forget about the draft. Let's like remove ourselves from that <laughs> and you know try to like think about happier happier times in wrestling. All right, before we get to SmackDown, do we want to talk about the the Kane Velasquez with the the shittiest punches in the world, or do we want to talk about uh, Seth Rollins versus Humberto Carrillo? Um, Rollins versus Humberto Carrillo. Let's let's go. Let's let's pick it up a notch. Let's let's take it up a, a, up a positive. I thought this was a really really excellent match, and I think Humberto Carrillo is um he's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. Like I just think he's just like he just looks like a little Cabbage Patch doll that can like kick ass. Yeah, you know, I think he's like thirteen years old. Uh, yeah, I, definitely. He was dressed like a Power Ranger, which a lot of people noted on Twitter. But uh, you know, I think he's. This is how you're going to need to introduce some of these 205 guys that maybe the fans aren't aren't uh, very familiar with off on the main roster. So, uh, you know, it's a good way to, you know, it's not a storyline match, but, it, you know, you get Seth Rollins on the card in the main event, you know, against an up-and-coming guy trying to put somebody over. Uh, did it work? We'll see. But, uh, you know, at least they're trying to get some more face time for some of these people like him, so. Yeah, yeah. I thought um I thought it was really good and I thought it was a, a cool move of like Seth to, you know, just give him like a title shot like right there, you know, total babyface move, but just being like, you know, yeah, I know you want the a title shot like so so here you go. And I thought they put on a hell of a match. Um but let's jump to my favorite thing on Raw. And that was the main event and that was the Street Profits uh defeating the OC Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows um and then celebrating in the audience and Montez Ford 
dancing with a baby and it just like made my life. I was like, Oh my God. Like I I've noted on this podcast multiple times that I think Montez Ford is like the next big thing. And he's definitely going to be like WWE champion someday. And like, this just like kind of like solidified. I'm like, yep, he's got it. He, he is the man. Even that baby was so excited. Like, you know what I mean? Like that baby has no context of anything. And that baby was like, hell yeah, yeah. Montez, Montez Ford is holding me. Yeah, that baby knew who Montez Ford was because she was definitely he or she was definitely excited. But uh, that was cool. It was cool to see Kevin Owens brought back in the uh, the manner that he was brought back in. I'm sure he's going to turn heel within a week or two because that's what Kevin Owens does. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it was it was a cool little way. A lot of people were thinking Matt Riddle was going to be the, uh, the the mystery partner, but uh, you know they they go with uh, kind of bringing somebody back that's already on the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like I dig it. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. You know, it's uh, you know a good way to kind of give us something new and fresh. Um, I do not like the uh, the Street Profits kind of backstage segments. It just seems like they're kind of like on a delay, or they're like you know the punchline is just kind of like I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're you know they're not being able to say what they want, so they're kind of like reading off of something, and it's just not. I can tell, I can tell they just aren't like feeling it. You know what <sighs> I mean? Like they're they're doing what they have to do, but. Does, am I crazy or? Yes, you're crazy because really? Really? I, I mean, I mean, maybe I mean, yeah, maybe they're scripted. Maybe they're reading off, which I'm sure they are. But like, you cannot tell me that anybody sounds more like just natural and genuine than like the freaking Street Profits. Like they have such good chemistry together that it's like it's almost like you know how um I mean not as of late but like you know a couple years ago like new day you know what i mean like how they just like literally like played off each other they were just like so like charismatic they had such good chemistry like that's exactly how freaking um montez ford and angela dawkins are like they just know what the other one's gonna say they know how to react they know how to make it like seem authentic and genuine like even if they are like promoting i mean that's what they're there for you know that's what they've been doing for the last few months is just being behind the stage behind the scenes on raw just promoting whatever it is the hell that wwe wants them to promote but they do it in such an entertaining way that like i can't take my eyes off of them like i just i love their segments um and i think yeah i think you're off base i think you're maybe just you know clouded because everything else kind of stinks <laughs> yeah if they were a little bit chubbier i would like them but uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey Dawkins, Dawkins is a little meaty yeah he's got uh-huh. some yeah, he's oh got my god <laughs> Man, this is this is like a, uh, a like a Pornhub episode. We're just I know, right? We're, we're fully after dark. We're going we're down. Gonna, we're just gonna call this episode of Meat and Men. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, but yeah, you know, like I said, it it is what it is. They're building the crown jewel. They're they're promoting all this stuff. They're trying to like you know still um, introduce new people that are getting drafted to the different brands and things like that. So we're just going to have to see how it all shakes out and just kind of like either watch it just to like watch it and be entertained or like, you know, stop complaining, you know, cause like if we're going to watch it, we can't complain about it. Right. Yeah. We can complain, but I mean, yeah, you, you're you, right. You're right. You we have, can, we, we have can. to, for every complaint, we have to say something, you know, positive. You can't just, <laughs> can't just completely crap on it. We, you know, there's some good spots and bad spots. So, you know, it's, you know, it's yeah, only, it's, exactly. only, it's only fair. Let's, let's move on to SmackDown. Um, give me give me something that we should talk about off of this card because um, you know, this will be this will be Marco Marco's um thing. Other than them, what about, I think um the the most noteworthy thing that happened on SmackDown is that Shorty Gable, which I was which was already Repug, right, is now just Shorty G. <laughs> Shorty G, I love it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and he he defeated a um, a hardcore main eventer, Kurt a- Curtis Axel. Remember that guy? Oh man! Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you know he's really. I mean, he's getting TV time. I guess like, that's you know what the hell. I mean, if he's if he's on TV, he's doing better than most of the guys, right? Even if he does have a repug <laughs> name. What's what's the point of of this? Like, are they doing anything but with with the name? I I didn't watch SmackDown. Are they? I mean, are they just calling him that? But is it is it part of any sort of other gimmick that he has, or is just or he's short, no. so we're calling him Shorty G? No, apparently they showed some sort of montage with all of the people calling him short. You know, like over the over the years or months or whatever, like all the different people that have like made fun of him for his height. Um, so I think he's just kind of like embracing it and kind of like, um, you know, fat aiming himself. You know, I, pitch, pitch perfect. Is that where the fat Amy reference yep. comes from? Man, we're getting, um, we're getting yeah. a lot of. <laughs> This is a BBW episode in the making oh here. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but I think he's just kind of like trying to get ahead of like everybody. So like, because if you make fun of it first, like it takes the power away from it, and other people can't make fun of it, right? If you're calling yourself shorty, then when other people call you shorty, it's like not really an insult, right? So I think that's what he's what he's trying to do. Um, but it's just like I'm like, oh my god, like. What happened to the Chad Gable that I love, like the ready, willing, and Gable? Like, it was just like, he was just so awesome back then. And now, I mean, he's not any less awesome in the ring, but he's just like, now he's short, he, he's short, and he's like shorty G. You know what I mean? Like, he's, ugh, it's bad. He's a former Olympian, and his name is Shorty G, so get yeah. used to it, I guess. Um I did like uh, seeing New Day and Heavy Machinery team up and, you know, getting to see uh, Otis and uh, our boy Big E in the ring together. That was that that was a fun visual. You know, that's a lot of meat. Yeah. Let's re-record this episode and not talk about any kind of giant men. Listen. <laughs> They're on the brain now. I got big dudes on the brain. Thanksgiving is coming up right around the corner. Big, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot more big dudes. You know what I mean? Like big. This is like this is like big dude season. Um, <laughs> you know, they're 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 coming they're coming out of the woodwork. They're like, hell yeah, it's party time. Yeah, um, this is the time so, of year where we, we we can be out in public. We don't have to go to the swimming swimming pool anymore. We can it, we can wear hoodies and you know cover up all the man meat and. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, I mean, you don't even got you don't even got to cover it up. If you saw Keith Lee, he was wearing some damn briefs, man. He was letting it all he was yeah. letting it all hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, sh- shake what your mama gave you, or what you know your butterfingers gave you, whatever whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, but also on SmackDown, Bailey um, came out and like told why like she finally gave like a reason why she turned heel. And it was very cringe as most Bailey promos are, you know, she just doesn't have the best delivery at all. Like she was just saying that, you know, she lost her title at Hell in a Cell. Um, and you know, nobody was there to cheer for her. She spent her whole career, like giving, 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 you know, giving hugs, giving headbands, giving fives. And, you know, her Bailey buddies defined her career and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then she, she like used the phrase, you know, I'm going to give you some life advice. Life sucks. And then you die. I was like, Bailey, (laughs) Like that's an old Vince McMahon line right there. Yeah, and just the way that she said it was just like, "Life sucks, and then you die." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, <laughs> so much for that, you know." Wow, yeah, she's taking a turn for the worse. How about the uh, the six woman uh, six pack challenge for to crown the uh, the number one contender? We saw like a a six woman. Uh, dual like 
suplex type thing. I got a picture here of it. It looks very interesting. Uh, Who was it? It was Nikki, Dana, Carmela, Sonia, Mandy, and Lacey. Wow, right? yeah, right off the top of the head, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I got, the, I got the little thing. I'm like, is this, is this the match I'm looking at right here? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was what it was. You know what I mean? It was it was a decent match to have six women just in there, like, you know, <laughs> do, doing the damn thing. Um, like I said, I only got to watch a little bit of SmackDown. I was not. Um, this week we were packing and everything, so it was just kind of wasn't, like, on the top of my priority list. And that should tell you something, right? Like, I don't, I didn't feel like I missed anything by not tuning in to <laughs> SmackDown. No, no, not not much at all. I mean, I guess we're f- full into the Daniel Bryan face turn now, so uh, mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, like I said, next week we'll talk about Crown Jewel. There wasn't really too much else on this show that I can think yeah. of that we should talk about. And uh, I do like Sami Zayn as a kind of more of a manager for, for Nakamura. I mean, as mm-hmm. far as a current wrestler in that role of a, you know, a, a smack-talking Weasley kind of manager. I think Sami Zayn d- does well in that role. You know, even though he can, you know, he can still go in the ring. He's a great wrestler. Um, I True, like but I, I feel like sometimes they let him overdo it. Like when they give him the mic, um, either on commentary or like over the arena speakers, and he just like keeps on. I'm like, okay, this is getting old really fast. You know what I mean? He needs to be more like that Paul Heyman type that's just like very expressive and like yelling and things like that. Like, don't give the man a mic. You know, yeah, it gets to the point where you just want to see him get punched, but maybe that's yeah. what they're going for. True. Um, yep. Um, anything else we should touch on that we missed, Marco, from Raw and SmackDown? Please say no. Uh, no, there's <laughs> nothing at all. I mean, if you want to elaborate more on the the tag team of Biggie and <laughs> yeah. and uh, Otis, we could we could do that because I actually bow, tweeted chicka, about bow, that. Wow. I actually do want them to become a tag team because they would doing the gyrating move together it was <laughs> it was magical they could just Watching. be big, they could be big o wait a minute oh no. big o they could pause. be pause pause <laughs> I, I, I do think that uh, otis needs to have a show i think and i think i've said this on the podcast before but i apologize if i have that otis just goes to cities and whenever they go somewhere it's just like kind of like a travel channel like eating show where he just goes to like a great restaurant there you know in whatever city he's in and just eats food I mean, I think I would I would probably sign up for the network just to watch that. I mean, the guy the guy needs to be like behind a microphone. He's so freaking entertaining. Yeah, for sure. He needs to be like that Andrew Zimmerman, like bizarre foods. I, f- I could feel like Otis could really like rock that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Tucker and D'Angelo De- Dawkins are in uh, AEW in a couple years. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Uh, Montez <laughs> Ford as the champion, and Otis is you know. You think Otis could ever be a heel? think he'd be a good heel or think he's going to be one of those guys who's always going to be a face um i think he could be a heel i feel like he would need i feel like he he's the kind of guy that as a heel he would definitely benefit from a manager you know what i mean yeah yeah like because he's just like that big kind of big brooding presence i feel like his his kind of like comedy shtick uh, isn't going to do it as a heel so i feel like he would need a mouthpiece yeah to, I mean, to really like talks, turn heel. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. sounds like a face. He's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into our go figure segment. Hold on one second. We'll get that fired up. This is brought to you in part, by the way, by our friends at Ringside Collectibles, uh, who have, uh, are a big time sponsor of our show. Uh, you can use code Chick Foley for 10% off. The money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Ching, ching, 
right, ladies and gentlemen, this is our Go Figure segment where myself, Sheena, and Marco let you know about which figures we've purchased over the last week and uh, in addition to any wrestling memorabilia and anything else we want to talk about as well as some uh, figure news from around the world of uh, wrestling figure collecting. And uh, I would like to start if you guys don't mind. Um, Go for it. I have an interesting story, and I think you can piggyback off of it, Sheena, uh, mm-hmm. with these uh, with Target, with these Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville elites. I had grabbed uh, one of each for myself about a month ago, and uh, my wife sent me to Target to pick up uh, a bunch of crap that she ordered from their new like uh, in-store pickup. You order online, you can pick it up. It's already ready for you, paid for. So I did that. I was like, hey, let me walk over to the wrestling figure section. And uh, I see the Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville like on the bottom shelf, tucked in the back, like where, where the, the belts and all the big boxes of stuff usually are. Uh, so I was like, oh, let me grab these. And uh, I brought them up to the register. And I've already seen people on Twitter and on social media talking about, I tried to go to, to Target and they wouldn't let me buy this, blah, 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 blah. You know, wouldn't ring up. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I was I was fully prepared for that to happen. So I go to the the self checkout. They don't ring up. Uh, a guy brings me over to one of the regular registers. It won't work. He keeps doing the same thing over and over, and it doesn't work. And I'm like I'm there for like ten minutes at this point. And uh, then he calls over a manager, and uh, she doesn't know what's going on. So she basically she's like I don't have time for this shit under her breath. And she just you know types in like 19.99 on each figure. And, you know, get gets the hell out of there. So uh, at the end of the day, I did get one of each of those. I'm looking to uh, to trade them for some figures. I'm not going to put them on eBay or sell them for some ridiculous amount of money. But uh, a lot of people have been talking about this, Sheena. And I, it was actually in the uh, the, the Major Brothers uh, Facebook group with uh, a bunch of people that were talking about it. And uh, our buddy, what's it, Action Figure, Action Attack or something? The, action Figure Attack, yeah. yeah. He works for myself. Stephen Ozer was talking about it, and uh, he said it's not it's not a recall, which is a lot of people were saying there was a recall on the uh, Sonya Deville because of some things. It was just a weird issue with the system, and um, yeah, gave me some more details that they were you know they just I guess Target just dropped the ball basically. So you said you actually talked to a Target Target manager that we will not name, but we'll remain nameless. Yeah, no. Well, he so he's a um, he's a lead for Target in North Carolina. He's actually a fan of fan of us. You know, follows on Instagram, um, has his own podcast. Um, you know, so he he's a he's a wrestling mark and a, and a figure collector himself, uh, and also a uh, a team lead at Target. So um, I feel bad that I like I, I've shit on like Target employees before <laughs> because he's a, he was actually very he gave me some really good some really good insight um, into what was going on because I had heard the same thing like you know there's all these recalls and it wasn't just for I. I had heard people say it wasn't just for Sonya and it wasn't like live like other other elites that they were scanning to were showing up like they weren't in the system they you know were recalled all that sort of thing some people were getting the the managers asking the managers to just go ahead and do a price override or they were scanning a different item things like that you know just to be able to get the figures that they needed um but you know and then some managers were taking the figures and like actually like putting them back under the shelves and being like you know no we can't sell this so it really depended on your location whether or not you got it or not but he did give me some insight on what the actual issue was so this is from um our buddy on instagram at heats underscore toy box um you can follow him there and it says Hey all, I just wanted to send in some info on the WWE Elite recall issue happening in Target. I'm a team leader for Target in Durham, North Carolina, and happen to have toys as one of my areas. It was brought to my attention about a week ago 
that the regular elite line was coming up with a recall error in the POS system. POS, for those of you who've never worked retail or restaurants or anything, is point of sale. <laughs> um, it says, I sent in the support request to fix the issue, and obviously it is yet to be addressed. But just to try, but just try and calm everyone down a bit because there is no recall on the elites. It just looks to be a system error that is affecting um, not only the D, the DPCI for the elites, but also for Spider-Man, Far From Home, Marvel Legends, as well as some Hot Wheels and NASCAR cars, right? Um, it says, and please do not scan other figures because it also, it screws up the inventory and leads to more distribution issues. Love the pod and keep up the awesome work. Thanks, Chris. Um, and then he gave me a follow-up email that also said, let's see, um, an update in the recall issue. Oh, he says, here's an update in the recall issue. Uh, it appears to have been fixed as I scanned one of the figures into the POS and did not get the error or recall notice. So apparently it is getting fixed. Um, you know, I don't know if that's just in his store or if it's getting fixed, you know, nationwide. Um, but apparently it was on target and it wasn't just elites. Like, you know, obviously we know it because we collect, that's what we collect. But he said it did affect a lot of other toys uh, as well so it was just definitely something in their system so yeah just make sure like he said you know try to do the right thing um and don't scan just other figures they can use like a um a dump i think it's called like a dump skew or something like that and they can punch in the skew and then um you know put the price like do a manual price override or things like that but just make sure you're not just scanning other figures um because yeah again we don't want any more d -d -d distribution issues in the especially in target jesus christ <laughs> yeah, it's been it's pretty uh pretty annoying, but I do have an extra Sonya Deville and Liv Morgan. If anyone wants to make a little trade ski, let me know. Um, and I've I, pick, I picked up uh, a couple figures from uh, one of our good friends at uh, at Cooley Collector. Let me pull up his Twitter account. He's got a a, a, a cool little um, YouTube page. It's Cooley K O U L I Collector with a K. And uh, he does a YouTube channel, I think, with his son. They're from Canada, and he found me. Mm -hmm. He found me two Alistair. I guess they're still getting the Alistair Black and those NXT elites, and their their Toys R Us's up there. Which, you know, I'm so jealous that they still have Toys R Us up in Canada. But um, I bought two of them on site when I, when I saw them at the store, and I actually uh, posted them to our Patreon, uh, our Facebook group, and uh, which you can sign up for a, for a dollar a month. And uh, mm -hmm. these things are going for like 70, 80 bucks on uh, eBay. So I bought two of them. He sold them to me for face value. That you know the shipping was a little bit high from Canada, but uh, I put it onto our Facebook group. And uh, not knowing if any, I'm sure I was just assuming people would need it, which you know it, it took like five minutes to sell the two. Uh, but I hooked up a couple of our, our Patreon subscribers with those, which uh, which felt good. I just got them in the mail today. And they will be going out to people whenever my lazy ass puts them in the mail, probably, you know, Friday or so. So uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, what else did I pick up here? I think I had one more pickup. Uh, no, that was it. I mean, I'm still waiting for Briscoe to show up in my stores. Uh, if you guys do want to, um, I'm going to pull up the number for if you want to do uh, the Pop Finder for... Uh, those new elites at Target. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the number and give that to folks in a second here. Uh, once I pull it up, it's Pop Finder. So P O P F I N D R is the website we always talk about, and the uh, the code is five one nine five seven two three eight. You just punch that in, punch in your zip code. Uh, it'll show you the stock of all the stores in your area. Uh, take a screenshot of it, and the next morning, ch check it out and cross reference it. See if any of the numbers have jumped up. I think there's eight in the case. 
That'll give you a good idea of which one of your stores nearby has gotten those in. I don't know if it'll be Elite seven, you know, 69 or Elite 70, but uh, happy hunting either way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just sucks that because Target is so hard to find things, and when people are finally finding them, then they can't even buy them. It's like, come on, man. It's like it's yeah. the company is just shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, it's hard enough to find figures and not have to pay these ridiculous eBay prices. But, ah, man, I mean, it's it's a, it's tough for me to collect it right now. I'm telling you, in, the, in these streets. Yeah, it's it's hard out here in these streets. Um, well, it's not hard out here in these Kentucky streets because my first day in Kentucky, my first full day, I guess I should say, um, me and the babyface, we hit up Walmart. We got up super early, you know, um, and uh, went and hit hit Walmart and Target. And the first Walmart I went to, hanging right there on the peg, staring me right in the face, was Gerald Briscoe, and I was like, "Holy freaking tamales!" Like I only had to drive twelve hours. <laughs> to uh to find this figure so i was super stoked to find it on the pegs i know a lot of the people in our um in our facebook group are looking for it we actually created a uh, a master list of like our in search of figures right now so it's super cool because we can always just look and like get the figures that we need for each other um and like it's funny because like everybody's list includes the briscoe figure so it's just going to be like it's going to be like a feeding frenzy whenever somebody finds one and like puts it up there (laughs) for for sale yeah, that was a good idea by you though, because then that that kind of gives us all an idea of what we're looking for. And if I, you know, some people had like the Vince McMahon, the Elite Seventy from Vince McMahon, and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, that was for you know, sure. That's, that's definitely a good way that we're all helping each other out. And we have a, a question of the week later on from one of our Patreon subscribers that kind of gives you a good idea what what uh, what the community's been like for all of us on that on that Facebook group. But yeah, that's a good find by you with that Briscoe figure. How's it looking, person? It looks really, it looks really, really good. I haven't unboxed it yet. I'm probably going to go live on uh, on Instagram maybe this weekend and unbox it. Um, it's just at my mom's house. It's kind of like crazy, like chaotic um, here. So like when I get out in the country, like I'm going to go visit Seth's parents, or maybe when I visit my dad, like it's a little bit more calm there. Um, and uh, I will be able to to unbox that for you guys and give you guys a, a firsthand look. But yeah, um, I I can't take credit for the in search of idea. I can't remember which one of our which one of our awesome Chick Foley fam recommended that if it was ryan or who it was but somebody was like hey we should just do a master in search of list and i was like damn it that's a good idea and so i've been meaning to put it up for a while and then i finally got it up and i was like oh my gosh like this is so nice just having everybody's list just pinned to the top of the pinned to the top of the page so we can find them and we always i mean just so you guys know we always only sell like retail or whatever the sale price you sold for plus shipping so there's no scalper prices no like gouging people like it's literally just like a uh, you know nice little community that we we hook up and you know do the, do the right thing by each other yeah well i i, I popped i was yeah, listening well, to the uh the guys yeah. over doing the favor podcast and they they were talking about the problems with target and the guy said a manager came over and he described her as looking like Otis's sister. And uh, she, <laughs> I was laughing I was in my car listening to it. And, and he was talking about how, like, you know, he, he does the same thing as us. He's got a podcast. They talk about figures. And, you know, he, he tries to help out as many people as he can. And uh, he's had a lot of problems with people. Well, not a lot of problems, but it sounds like he's had problems with people not, like, you know, even saying thank you or just kind of getting in his DMs like, hey, uh, you found this for me. Can you find this for me now? Like, kind of like. Yeah. Or, or, or like, saying they want to buy them and not buying them. And then, you know, people posting pictures of stuff they find. Like, somebody somebody found 
Cashizono and Page on the pegs and didn't buy them. Like, come on, man! Oh my I mean, you gosh. got to know that 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 forty dollars you're gonna spend, you're gonna you're gonna get it PayPal back to you in like fifteen minutes. So exactly. Um, well, and see, that's you know, we we got a lot of flack because um, you know, I know there were some people on Twitter saying things like, "Oh, well, we just do that in our in the community, you know, for everyone, you know, we, you don't you don't have to be a Patreon member or whatever." But like. I feel like there's a level of like loyalty and a level of like um, filtering people out that are like kind of douchebags. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like all the people that are in our Chick Foley fam are like decent people and like you can trust them because like again, they're there. They are you know they're they're loyal members of our freaking community of our podcast. They listen. You know they like our product. They they respect what we do. Um, so it makes it a lot easier to do those types of transactions because you know, you can trust who's on the other end. You know what I mean? Versus like, you know, like, Oh, I, I just help everybody. Well, yeah, there's a lot of shitty ass people out there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, and, and you end up like, you know, running around and doing a bunch of extra shit and like, you know, uh, bending over backwards for people. And like, you, like you said, not getting a thank you or them expecting you to do all this extra stuff. And like, we just don't have that in our, in our community. It's always just like simple transactions. People are like, awesome. Thanks so much for the hookup so-and-so you know like it was great great doing business with you you know what i mean like and i feel like that's why i love having it in our little small patreon community and that's that's who we hook up always first um just because i mean those guys are they're the best you know they're the ones that really support us and we want to support them yeah and, and when you th- when you think about it it's 60 dollars a year and um I'm, I'm, what am I talking about? It's twelve dollars. You know, it's a dollar a month. So so twelve dollars yeah. a year. You're gonna save that in one transaction if we find something in the wild that you need that you don't have to buy on eBay. So it's it's kind of a no brainer. That's what I tell people when they kind of are hesitant whether they want to sign up or not. But yeah, I mean, there's just so much. You know, social media is just like you know. I love Twitter. I'm on it every day. I have you know two or three different accounts between my podcast, my Ravens podcast, which I still run the Twitter for. Our, our show podcast, our show Twitter, my personal mm-hmm. one. And uh, it's just so many people. It's just so much. Like you can't like, you just can't, it's so much noise out there that, you know, we yeah. have a smaller group. We have what, 60, 65 people in our, yeah. in our Facebook group. And, you know, I can, I can focus on helping those people out. And, you know, if I, I get anything I, I, people want, I can, I can help people out. So that's, and that's the way we're doing it. And, you know, if people don't like it, uh, it's too bad. That's too but, bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not we're not stuck in the bag with anything. So, um, yeah, that's uh, cool. You got the Briscoe, and I think we're now we're seeing that other series land. I think that's that, that's Elite Seventy that has the Cassisono and the Page. That's been showing up at different targets. So, uh, good luck to everybody finding those. Um, yeah. What did Marco? What did Marco get this week? Yeah, Marco, what you got? Uh, I was pretty dry this week. Um, nothing too crazy. I did get the uh, Andrade in the mail from uh, Ringside Collectibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, use Chick Fil A code. You ten percent off uh, when you do that. Um, nice. Got that, and I uh, <laughs> um, I also uh, did some fig hunting, but nothing too crazy. Um, did go to a local Target because I seen a spike in uh, in elites. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I go there everything's pegs are completely empty there's nothing uh there was there were some shinsuke uh ultimate editions there which i was pretty surprised at seeing i haven't mm-hmm. seen those in my area at all um but i did in fact end up picking up something non-wrestling related which is the um the uh gremlins two pack the uh, christmas gremlins two pack yes um, i see that that was the only target like that i've ever seen it in none of the i have like Five targets in my area. Mm-hmm. Didn't see him at one. 
went to this one just out of a whim, and they were sitting there on the twenty dollar yeah. tag, and I was like, oh, you can get these for twenty bucks. This is that bad. Um, I tried. I got it for ten dollars off, which isn't bad because I kind of made like a, hey, these are in the wrong spot. What do you expect me to do? And he's <laughs> like, man, I'll just give you ten dollars off. He's like, take it or leave it. I'm like, all right, I'll take ten dollars off on it. But yeah, That's so awesome. um, yeah, so I got the uh, the the Gremlins uh, Christmas two pack for the uh, for Miss Sheena over there. So. They'll be yes. heading your way soon. I know. Those gremlins look so sick. There's actually two different two packs. There's like a um a one that's one that's a Target exclusive. And I think the one you got is the one that's like there's they're doing them release at all like NECA locations. Um, but I was super stoked because like I like I they're just they just look so amazing. I can't wait to show you guys. Um but uh I think yeah, we were pretty light this week, but we do have um something to talk about. There was a lot of um 2k20 outrage this past couple of days have you guys been following along with any of that oh my god this game you've oh, got yeah. this game I, n- I don't know if you played it yet now that you're at the, I, uh, no the i, I haven't yeah i haven't my my friend actually picked it up for us like you know we had pre-ordered it and um my friend on tuesday went in and just like you know purchased it for us um but there was just like there's i mean i've 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 been following like 2K for a very long time on all platforms. You know, I mean, like, you know, NBA, NFL, like NCAA, like all these amazing platforms, WWE. And like, I've never heard this type of outrage for any of their games before. Well, the screenshots that I've seen, I mean, of, of just the individual wrestlers, they the, the, the faces look awful. And mm-hmm. I've, I've seen some videos of just like, the glitchiest. I know the they have glitches. The, there's a yeah. patch out now after the first day that fixes many some of those. But um, yeah, it's just. I mean, I'm gonna wait on it whether I get it or not. I always wait till Black Friday when it's like half off. But yeah, God, I mean, yeah. they've had. This, I mean, they've had this 2K license since I think 2012, 2013 13? or tw- yeah, t- yeah, okay. I think 2013. So it's yeah. it's been a while, but um, yeah, I I enjoyed. The la- I enjoyed last year's, and you said you know we, we talked about me and the Hill husband did the uh, the Patreon episode with ranking uh, the uh, the best wrestling video games of all time, and he had nothing but good things to say about the uh, you know two K nineteen. I don't know how they take a, such a large step back, but uh, man, people are really not digging it. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's so glitchy, and then the creator wrestler apparently has some serious, seriously bad. Um, some seriously bad glitches too. And um, to make matters worse, so not only is in-game play been like really, really terrible for a lot of people. And, you know, we have some people like, I think I'll, I've heard a lot of PlayStation people say that theirs is a lot worse than a lot of Xbox people. So I don't know if it's just the different platforms. I mean, I'm sure the game as a whole has its like fair share across the board. But um, I we have a couple of Xbox players in our Patreon group and they're like, well, mine hasn't been that bad. Like, you know, there's a couple things, but like I haven't noticed like what, what a lot of the other people have noticed. But it's just like... Um, to make matters worse, they they came with a com- there was a lot of uh, a d- the deluxe edition. I think the SmackDown edition came with commemorative cards, right? And then um, there was a the choice of Rey Mysterio, Edge, or Kurt, uh, Kurt Angle, right? Like you were gonna get one of the three, and the Edge ones went out without an autograph on them. Like they're supposed to be an autographed card, and the Edge ones went out packed up with out any autograph on them so now edge like stepped up and like you know reached out on social media and stuff and said set up a post office box so if you send in your edge card you can get it signed 
And I'm like, oh my god, like what a freaking debacle! Like yeah, this how is many like things could go wrong with one bit with one video game. This is so bad. And I mean, you already my my thing is with like with the video games, like you already have the interface in play. Like, how do you make it worse? You know what I mean? Like, you already have this like foundational product that you're building off of. So, like, how can you possibly make it go backwards? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why not just do like Madden does and just like you know, change the player's ratings and stuff. I mean, like, if, if someone has a good scan, like, just use it forever. Like, on some of these veteran, you know, these legend-type guys. The one that they showed of The Rock looks the like, Rock, looks like yeah. a middle-aged Yankees fan. Yeah, uh, The Rock one looks really, really bad. Really bad. The Rhea Ripley, I forget who was, was it. Was oh, it was yeah, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Yeah. Just looks yeah. so derpy. And, uh, wow. Yeah, it was it was very bad. Um, I know that um, somebody posted in our group today that um, PlayStation is or Sony, I guess, is offering refunds for people. Wow. I think yeah, I think it's for the digital copy. Like if you just purchase the digital only, I think they're offering refunds. I don't know about like the physical, um, the physical copies. Like if you actually bought like a disc. So um, I didn't read the article yet, but yeah, somebody did post it in our um, in our Patreon group about the the refunds and things like that. Microsoft. Microsoft has not come out and said anything about refunds yet. So, you know, Microsoft people stay tuned. But yeah, apparently like the outcry was so loud and just so horrible. I mean, there was a, there was, I mean, there was a trending hashtag on Twitter that was like hashtag fix WWE 2K20. Like and it was trending in America. Like that's how bad it was. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to touch on a couple of things. I did actually, I'm sorry, I picked up. The Johnny Gargano uh, Elite, I think that's Elite 70, our good friend on Instagram, Figology907, uh, posted about those being uh, on the Walmart website. I don't know if they're still up there, but uh, Elite 70 for $19.99. I didn't want to wait for that Gargano. I picked it up, did in-store pickup, and uh, that should be ready in the next couple days. So uh, I have, I did pick up that as well. So that's another figure added to the collection. And I did want to talk about our buddy, and he changed his Instagram handle. He's now Detolf Zegler, Detolf <laughs> Z-E-G-L-E-R, which is his last name. He's a great follow on there. He he sent a, a boatload of figures for the uh, the toy drive here. And awesome. If you need the address for the toy drive, I got you. It's Chick-fil-A Toy Drive, P.O. Box 3203, Catonsville, Maryland, 21228. It's pinned to our Twitter account at uh, at Chick Foley Show. Uh, yep. Have, and we also have we also have a PayPal as well. So we, we get a lot of questions um, for you guys. You know, you want to get the most bang for your buck. We do have a PayPal set up to, um, you know, for you guys, if you want to donate for us to buy figures for you. So that way you don't have to ship things. You don't have to go to the freaking post office, which can be a pain in the ass. Um, Phil will go and shop and spend your money on um, figures for the toy drive or toys for the toy drive um, and doing it that way, too, if that's easier. We want to make sure that everybody can contribute in whatever way they can and get the most for the kids so don't forget about that as well good call our buddy loft house 555 sent us some cash on a paypal and i will be buying some uh, some figures he said either anything wrestling or godzilla i don't know where to find godzilla toys but uh that's actually at what target I, at target okay that's what i've been looking mm-hmm. for because i wanted to get something different besides wrestling toys for us uh, and see uh he mentioned that so yeah that's that's the easiest way to do it i mean it's not as fun as like picking out wrestlers but then you don't have to pay the shipping and you can maybe send more money for 
for for the cause. So either way, mm-hmm. uh, we're not, we're not picky. It's just as long as it's in the package, I don't care what kind of toy it is. It's gonna it's gonna go to a good cause. Toys for Tots and Jimmy's Seafood for their annual holiday event. So without further ado, our buddy Detolf Zegler sent us a. This is old school a little bit. This is a Neville a Neville Basic, which uh, this is like from 2006. This is the Build a Figure uh, Paul Bear. Oh yeah, all Pretty the all the AEW uh, marks are gonna go crazy. They'll be oh, wanting yeah. their, their their bastard pack figure. Yeah, and it also came with a Rusev, a Rusev of that same series. So I got I got yeah. half of uh, Paul Bear's body here. So you get a bonus figure. The kids get a bonus figure. Uh, I got a Ronda Rousey uh, basic ninety. Nice. A Iron Sheik basic from I think this is like uh, series like fifty six or fifty seven. A Nia Jax Basic Series 72. It's a nice figure. A Dolph Ziggler Basic 72, which I like the scan on that. He looks pretty, has a little smug look on his face. And I, I, love, I really love this figure. An Asuka NXT Elite Series 47, which is... Oh, uh, yeah, that's a beautiful figure. Yeah, the colors, the, the outfit on that is, is perfect. Looks uh, really cool. And uh, I, at the bottom of the box... A defining moments USA Sting from Great American Bash. Nice. I know, man. This is a this is wow. one, of, one of my favorite defining moments figures. So, uh, for uh, Mr. Uh, Bob Zegler to, to donate that is a uh, is a pretty cool thing. So, I'm going to add that into the, uh, the donation. He little, put a little note in the box here. It says, "Thanks for all the entertainment, Sheena and Phil." Congrats on all the success. Here's one of the benefits of being an MOC collector. You can den- <laughs> donate all the figs you have left after getting newer elites as the year goes on. So, uh, you know, shout out. Awesome. To, shout out MOC. Uh, wishing the best for all your families this holiday, uh, Turkey Day, and holiday season. Sincerely, Bob Zegler. And uh, he said he changed the uh, he changed his handle on Instagram just for me to get rid of the uh, get rid of the underscores so oh awesome that. Th- appreciate thank that. you so much bob that is so awesome and thank you for sending toys for for the tots out there um much 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 appreciated our buddies at ringside collectibles do have a good sale going on right now they have a halloween sale so you can search it what i always do i click on that banner i do a search at, from lowest priced uh you know lowest to highest and you have to scroll through a little bit because it has like you know some extra hands and turnbuckles and all that kind of little chintzy you know one dollar crap but get some figures on there that are you know four five six dollars and uh especially around black friday i'm sure they're gonna have some great deals on stuff that'll be a good time to do uh some some holiday toy drive shopping on our with our friends ringside collectibles and you can use our code you know chick foley to get the discount 10 percent off there so uh yeah some good stuff we appreciate all the donations coming in uh, it's it's been awesome and uh, keep them coming, man. It's cool. I can't wait to see how much I'm going to take a picture of all of them laid out. Uh, I know I'm once, excited for that. Yeah, I don't know if I have a room big enough without any furniture I can lay them all down <laughs> on, but uh, it'd be cool. Oh, and I, I got a, I got a figure from you this week too. I can't believe I forgot it. You sent me what? Well, which, well, Ringside sent it to you, and you sent it to me after you unboxed it. The uh, the Ringside. Uh, undertaker is Kane figure and man what a cool box that's in man that thing is awesome it's pretty freaking amazing and i knew you were moc so i was like you know what i'm gonna t- i'm gonna i'm gonna unbox this with very with very careful hands um which i would have anyway because that box is so freaking awesome and i don't know if you guys saw my live you can actually scroll back a little bit on my feed and go go watch my live video where i unbox it but it's just like i, I talk about how like that packaging should have been with the ultimate edition packaging 
was. Like, I feel like it was, it's just so much more customized. It's just so much nicer. Did, Phil, did you, like, pass out and fall over? No, I just putting these figures back in the box. I apologize. This, <laughs> this microphone picks up anything. Oh, my God. I was like, he passed out. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just like, man, can you imagine if they had done that with, like, you know, Bret Hart, like, you know, made a box with, like, pink and black, like, paint splatter, like, look like his tights or something like that, or, like, an ultimate warrior face, like, with the mask and everything. Like, how cool that would have been versus just, like, this plain white packaging with the red back backdrop that they gave us, you know? So, um, yeah, I love, love, love that Kane as Undertaker figure. Yeah, it's really cool looking, and it has the two extra heads, the Kane heads, uh, as long as well as the Undertaker with the kind of the smoky eye, raccoon, mm-hmm. eye, raccoon eye look. So, uh, yeah, very, very cool. And I thought the packaging was more like a uh, – I thought it was like a square. I mean, it's the same size as like the normal elites. It's a little bit like – I don't a, know. It looks a little smaller to me. Don't you think no, the packaging smaller. is a little bit yeah. smaller? Yeah, it's I not as tall. Like it. It's not as tall, yeah. but it's – um. I thought it was like kind of like a like a DVD box set type of like a, mm-hmm. uh, like a square because that's how it looked in some of the pictures from ringside. But uh, it fits in well on the shelf. It's the same like uh, width, just a little bit shorter. So yeah, it's a cool looking figure for sure. That's what uh, she said. Do you still have some? Do you still have some of those elites to give away? Because I, I just thought of a great idea. Yes, I do. Um, I have, I believe, a John Cena. I have to go back and check my stash that I have um, of giveaway stuff. I'm not at home right now, so I can't like look. Usually, I pull the pull the figure and we'll do like a trivia question or something like that. But um, I do have a couple of figures left to give away um, on the pod. All right, I have some as well. So we'll go through and for next episode, we'll have a, a definitive giveaway. We'll do a couple elites. But to- next week on the show, we're going to be recording a couple days before Halloween. And we will be, I want everyone to listen and you're going to tell me how many Hocus Pocus references we drop. Oh my God. On the, on the show. Cause I've been watching <sighs> it nonstop with the four year old. So I, I know <gasps> everything there is to know about Salem, Massachusetts now. Oh uh, my gosh. Sure Marco and Mar- too, Marco, just, just Marco just went up to there. He just did the, the tour, the whole Salem tour. Oh yeah. That was fun. It was, uh, <laughs> I was actually joking with somebody at work about this like you you live in a like a, a town or a state where like a lot of these like landmarks are and like maybe something historical happened but like you never do the tours or never see any of the sites at all that mm-hmm. are like in that and so like i've lived in massachusetts all my life never once went to any of those houses or locations never thought of doing that until like my wife obviously we have kids now and like She's having them watch Hocus Pocus and stuff like that. So like she's all she's back into it. So we 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 did that. And um yeah, it was oh, fun. Um that's awesome. One of my favorite things is playing tourist. I love to just like play tourist no matter where I'm at. You know what I mean? Just kind of like do like the hokey stuff that like like everybody would expect you to do. I like to do the off the beaten path stuff too, but like I also like like the Instagram worthy, like, you know, cheesy stuff too. <laughs> yeah, cause Salem, yeah, Salem right now it's obviously it's from pretty much the end of September to like the end of October, it's it's Halloween. Yeah. In Salem. So like we went there on a Monday and it was literally bombarded like it was like a weekend. Like there was just people everywhere walking all over the place. They have like there's witches, there's gypsies, there's palm readers, there's like the little like witchcraft shops and things like that. And like it's uh they do haunted houses at night. If you go to Salem at night, the whole mood changes and it gets a little bit more like like horror oriented. Uh, oh. Where the daytime's more like fest, like festive and stuff like that. Uh, which did say she was gonna eat our children because they're so cute. So oh, that cool. was uh, <laughs> that was uh, she was like, I'm gonna, I want to eat your children. We we're like, uh, 
Uh, let's moving along. Let's continue <laughs> moving. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a fun time. And um, yeah, there's a lot of hocus pocus references in Salem uh, when you go yeah. during the day. There's like every bar has like a like a saying or a, a drink named after something in the <laughs> in the movie or something like that. So, so we're gonna yeah, call this fun. the Burning Rain of Death giveaway next week. <laughs> we'll be here and uh, we'll we'll make it only lines from the movie. So all three of us will brainstorm. We'll come up with a bunch and we'll uh, intersplice them into the episode. So that'll be pretty fun. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. Do, you, do you think we have a pretty big hocus pocus WWE wrestling crossover? Well, I feel like we might win some free figures. They better watch. <laughs> they better be watching that shit. They got free form. Yeah, I know you got free form if you got cable. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, what else did I want? I wanted to say something else, but it just completely escaped me. But uh, I will think of it. So, uh, um, what? Uh, besides, we... what? What's that? What? I said, are we ready for some random merch? Speaking of Halloween. Yes, let's talk about random merch of the week. Yeah, so for random merch this week, um, you know, keeping with the holiday theme, it is not Hulk Hogan this week. I did not pull any Hulk Hogan merch. Um, this is a Kamala signed pro wrestling mask costume. Um, and. Yeah, so you know, you guys out there, you guys that got the huggable bodies, um, Man, if you want, like, is... if you want, if you wow. want to, if you want to um, put a put a moon <laughs> on your put a moon on your belly and rock this mask, <laughs> I feel like this is like the perfect the perfect costume. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's like so great, and it's signed, um, and you can get this mask for the uh, small fee. It's plastic, super thin. For, it's only cost you seventy dollars <laughs> to get this That's signed. Signed Kamala mask. Um, but yeah, it's actually pretty cool. But yeah, I think it would be pretty rad to see somebody like dress up like full on, full blown Kamala gear. Oh man. I feel like uh I feel like she had this set up from the beginning. She's <laughs> well like hefty guys throughout the whole show and <laughs> just rounding it out with the uh <laughs> with the Kamala mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I think it was it was a complete coincidence, actually. <laughs> uh, when I when I it was funny because when I when we started talking about random merch, I was like, Oh man, there's a there's a little bit there's a little bit more of meat meat references here in the uh in, in the random merch. Um only bad thing is uh, for all of my island peeps, uh it does not ship to Hawaii or oh, alaska man. so yeah it's it's located in uh in california so yeah 69.99 or best offer so you might want to nice. get it in pretty pretty damn quickly if you're trying to get this thing for halloween but um yeah, yeah i i want to see somebody dress up as kamala for halloween so so make it happen i cannot i will be fired if i do that because i uh you know it doesn't seem uh politically correct at this point in 2019 <laughs> but uh i did i did always enjoy the kamala uh character and uh, mm-hmm. you know back in the day so yeah let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week sponsored in part by pro wrestling you can go there and get 10 percent off of any shirt but preferably a chick foley t-shirt at uh at using code chick uh and uh this is a this you know, this is your pick this is a uh, a great match here and this is maybe the the peak of rusev's career here yeah, you know, that's exactly why I chose it. It's funny that you mentioned that because, um, you know, I kind of dogged on Rusev at the beginning of the show talking about what of like, you know, what a cuck he is and like what, like how they've kind of like, you know, cut him down and just made him like this, like sad puppy dog. Um, this, this skinny, sad puppy dog. Um, and, um, uh, 
now like this was like the peak this is wrestlemania 31 this was rusev versus john cena i mean he had went almost an entire year being undefeated he had an incredible united states championship run um and it finally came to an end spoiler alert it came to an end um at the hands of john cena at wrestlemania 31 but i just like i want you to like go watch this match and just see how mage that rusev was like i mean both entrances were great. Like, you know, John Cena did this like super patriotic, like, you know, um, salute to the troops, like the whole, the whole nine, you know, like John Cena likes to do. But then Rusev rides down the ramp at WrestleMania 31 on a freaking army tank. I mean, like a big ass fucking tank. And he just looks like a badass, you know? I mean, he's just big and brooding. He's got Lana there and she's wearing this like white, you know, fur. And they just look like a million freaking bucks. You know what I mean? And like, you were thinking like, oh yeah, he's going to come in and beat John Cena. Cause he's just, I mean, that that's the kind of entrance of a champion, you know, and like watch that and then go back and watch last week's episode of raw and just be like, wow, you know, like just the, the comparison. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, coming in on a tank is one of the greatest entrances in WrestleMania history. And yeah, this was, you know, it was such a good gimmick and you know, you knew it couldn't last forever, but uh, you know, Rusev had so much potential in this, in this era here to be like a, a huge heel, and uh, this is probably the furthest he got kind of competing for that U.S. title. Yeah, and I loved him. Yeah, and I loved him when he had Lana as, like, I don't even think back then they were, like, officially, like, in a relationship. Like, that wasn't part of their gimmick. Like, she was just, like, his, his manager, and she was just, like, she was the perfect like accessory to him. You know, he didn't talk very much, and when he did, he spoke in Bulgarian. Um... But it was just like she was just like very authoritative and she wore like the suits. And I loved that version of Lana. You know what I mean? Um, and I just oh, it's just crazy how a couple of years go by and it's like, wow, <laughs> what? Yeah. Lana is also a great follow on Instagram. If you don't follow her already, uh, it's not really wrestling related, but um, it, it is entertaining. I mean, it is good, Marco. I don't know if you can vouch for me on this on this one here. But, um, yeah, I'll vote for that. Yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> it's a great follow if you if you haven't already. Uh, majority of that locker room is a great follow if uh, if you haven't done that. So yes, 100%. I agree, hundred um, percent. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, listener mail. We get some listener mail this week from our good buddy Raw is Ryan. Yeah, so Raw, uh, Raw's Ryan. I called him Raw's Ryan. Ryan is uh, one of our awesome Foley fan members, um, and he hit us up with an awesome question. He says, Hi, Foley fam. Um, I've got another question coming at you. Concerning Lucha Libre wrestling, more specifically their masks, who are some of your favorite Lucha Libre mask designs? Personally, I always think of Rey Mysterio. Um has one, if not the most iconic mask designs recognized by many. Um, put put aside, I absolutely love seeing Pentagon's attire, mixing face paint and a mask mixed with endless color schemes, um, color scheme options, and it looks incredible. And then he goes on to say, so he actually, I cut out a little bit here, but he goes on to like, you know, just tell us a little bit. Ryan has been going through some like serious, like health issues and setbacks and things like that. Um, and, you know, we, he's just uh, been a, 
supporter of Chick Foley and the Chick Foley show since like day one. So, um, you know, we, we love our man, Ryan. So he was just giving us an update and then he continues to say like, I can't thank you and the Foley family Facebook crew enough for the outpouring of kindness and support that has been shown lately from members helping me obtain figures in the wild that I can't, um, that I can't get, uh, or look out for just a quick checkup means so much to me and helps me out mentally when all these issues help um, with, with all these issues catch up with me and destroy my mental and emotional well-being. Much love. Congrats on the one-year anniversary. One day at a time. Uh, raw as Ryan. So yeah, we want to send out all the love to our man Ryan, and I'm so grateful for all the Fully Fam Facebook members that you know help help support our our man when when he's down. So. Getting back to his original question, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, when you think of Lucha Libre masks, like, Rey Mysterio is, like, one of the first ones that that comes to mind. I do love Pentagons, too. Like, I just think he just looks, like, just scary. Yeah, <laughs> and, I was, that was, that's the best word to describe it. He definitely looks, like, scary. Like, it's cool and scary. Yeah, it's very scary. Like, the contacts, like, the whole the whole thing. Um, but, I mean, personally, like, if, if you're, you know, if you're not picking Rey or pentagon i mean jushin thunder liger has to be like at the top of the list right like i mean that's just like iconic like i just love that whole his whole look like the horns the the color scheme all of it yeah oh uh, yeah i don't know if he considers to be lucha libre being from the uh the the far east but i mean he the same style of wrestling true yeah. well yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same yeah. it's the same like the masks i'm yeah. not saying yeah. yeah not that he's a lucha libre wrestler but i mean like he like specifically like his he says more specifically their masks so like i think of i mean i definitely would consider his mask lucha libre you guys can correct me if i'm wrong no, um, no, no, if I, I agree like, i agree um yeah. if i well, I know we have some smarky listeners who are like, no, it's actually, there's actually in Japan, in Japan, it's called, yeah, <laughs> you know? strong style. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm strong sure, style. I'm sure someone would have tweeted us about it. Yeah. I <laughs> wanted to, I wanted to throw a couple votes in. I love, I always love psychosis's mask, psychosis, mm-hmm. mask and uh, with, with the horns. And I love the parka's mask with the, uh, kind of the skull, the skull face, you know, bringing out the chair, playing like a guitar. Yeah. Cool look, any, any, any that were missing Marco? Uh, I forget the uh, Ultimo Dragon. Oh, good call. Uh, Ultimo oh, Dragon, yeah. um, as well as uh, the returning Sin Cara um, from Sin Monday Cara. <laughs> um, Also, I mean, the Lucha House Party, too. There are, they, I, I actually, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of them, but um, the Lucha Libre masks that they, they have, too, are pretty, pretty sweet. So we can't, we can't, they can't go unnoticed in that. Yeah, then, what's uh, his what's his name? He kind of looks like a koala bear. What the Lince Dorado? Like he kind of he just like reminds me of like a little bear, like his mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got like the little like fur. Am I is, is that his mask? Let me look, I have to look him up real quick. Cause now yeah, I'm thinking. Pretty right. sure. Sometimes yeah. sometimes Ray Mysterio's been doing the fur the fur. Uh... Look, yeah, Lince. Yeah, he's got like the little like side chops, and I'm like, oh, he's like a little teddy bear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really excited about the even though the match was like 15 seconds long, the Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio Elite Two Pack with the uh, when he's wearing the Mysterio Marvel inspired costume, Rey Mysterio is with the purple and mm-hmm. green. Uh, oh yeah, that's gonna be a, a bomb ass <laughs> figure, and uh, that's a cool mask for um, Mysterio. So. You know, nice. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. he's raking in the money from uh, being back in WWE and uh, you know getting like well, a figure in every every single series that comes out. Well, you know, um, even I, 
I was thinking to myself, um, and I think this every time he he comes out, you know, even though like Rey Mysterio is not like the most intriguing thing happening in WWE at the moment. Like, I mean, he's a, he's an icon, a legend, like you know, Hall of Famer. Like, let's let's be real. Um, but he does have the coolest like Titan Tron entrance i think i think like his graphics like with the mask like changing all of the different masks like doing that like little like flip show is like the coolest thing like i'm like that is like the most awesome graphic for him you know what i mean like you know most of most of the guys like it's pretty generic like it'll be like like seth rollins has like the static or whatever which is cool right but like i feel like ray mysterios is so unique because it's just like shows like such a history in the business and it's like pretty cool I do like that. I do like that a lot. Yeah, good question, Ryan. Uh, good question. And I also want to give a shout out to one of our other Patreon subscribers, uh, our buddy Zach Egloff. That's Z E G O L F on Twitter. He sent Marco a brand new microphone uh, to use on the podcast, and then Marco went out and bought a brand new microphone. So uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, give that other microphone to one of our. Uh, other contributors to the show. I think Mike Lanham is going to get that sent to him. But, Zach, we appreciate you. And uh, you can tell that our buddy Marco is sounding so crystal clear this evening. And uh, I, we, we appreciate it, man. That was something that, uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's fully family looking out for each other right there, man. Yeah, and Zach, um, he actually won the trivia question last week. I, have, I haven't been home, so I need to ship his. Uh, he won the Seth Rollins figure. But, um, oh, yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, so it was so funny because, you know, he's always one of the first people to listen to our show because he listens, like, first thing in the morning when he goes to the gym. Um, so I always get, like, some sort of feedback from Zach at, like, some, like, or, like I wake up and there's, like, a DM. 3.45 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a DM from yeah. Zach. Um, so I, I have... He's off work at, like, uh, one one thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, dude, how are you off work? I was like, he's like, oh, I started work at, like, 5 o'clock this morning. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not I all know. about that life. With, and he's got two kids, too. I don't know how he does it. Um, have we talked about how you messed up that uh, trivia question and it had like five different answers? I think we have mentioned it, but I just wanted to bring it up. Again. I don't think. No, I don't think no, um, no. We, we, we haven't addressed it because that was the question that Zach won because oh, I had to really? do. Okay. I, oh, yes, yeah, right. I, I had to do a drawing um, between him because it was, you know, the original answer. It was who now I can't even remember how, how the trivia question was worded, but it was. The trivia question in the previous episode or the episode before last was who is the only other wrestler to have lost a match at WrestleMania and still win the WWE or WWF championship? Um, and the obvious answer there, I was speaking of Seth Rollins. I said besides Seth Rollins, right? Because you were going to win the Seth Rollins figure. The obvious answer was Bret Hart, right? Um, and <laughs> little... Did I? I just like completely let it slip my mind about WrestleMania nine because I was I was referring to WrestleMania ten, um, but WrestleMania nine there were two other contenders. <laughs> there was Yoko Zuna and there was also Hulk Hogan. And I saw a couple people writing in Hulk Hogan and I was like Hulk Hogan. And then I was like, oh shit! <laughs> like I didn't. I totally botched that question because I thought there was only one other answer um answer to that so yeah we just we we took the first person to say um uh, nobody i think only one other person said yoko but he was like super late in the day but we took the first person that said hogan and the first person that said brett and we just did a drawing and you know, that's how we decided the winner of that so i will definitely try to pick a much more succinct clear well, <laughs> trivia question we got next. the hocus pocus uh giveaway that's gonna be clear mm -hmm. clear as day we're gonna we're gonna shoehorn in as many hocus pocus references as we can into the yeah. episode 
I did want to talk about my uh, viewing of Joker last week. I saw the Joker movie. Oh, I'm so jealous, like, going to the movies. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I missed that. Yeah, I got work. I got done work at, like, noon on Friday, and uh, instead of going home, I, I just went and saw the movie by myself, which I, lo- I love doing. If you've never seen a movie by yourself, I highly recommend it. Um, man, I, I, when the movie ended, I wanted, to go, I wanted to go find another theater and sit through it again because it was just like... I mean, the second half of it is is just like a jaw dropping experience. I highly recommend it. It's it's a great movie, uh, one of the best comic book movies I've ever seen. One, you know, just a, a really great movie. And um, all all the flack has gotten from uh, from people like complaining about you know it causing like copycats and uh, you know it's just it's just oh, stupid. It's, it's, totally, it's just totally stupid. I mean. Yeah, the performance that Joaquin Phoenix gives in this movie is amazing. Um, yeah, it is. Movies, is, movies don't create psychos. Mental health issues create psychos, right? So yeah. let's get back to let's get back to our hospital discussion and start helping people with their mental health and stop blaming the freaking movies and let's have some good movies. Yeah, but I mean, it is a great. I mean, it's really authentic and like you could see this happening. I mean, it's very it's a very good story about the state of like mental illness and. And you know this guy, you really just feel sorry for him the entire movie. I don't want to give away too much of the yeah, plot. but and it's not it's not like it's not like previous um, you know versions. Like there's no superheroes in this movie. It's not like a superhero movie, right? Like it's just like literally about like this guy that is just like mad. No, yeah, you see a little baby uh, baby Batman, but that's about it. Not not uh, not full grown, but I don't want to give away too much. Um, I I, I uh, yeah, it's it's more about. The, I mean, the, he's in every single scene of the movie. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else, nothing else to it. The, my only complaint, I mean, it, it, this this couldn't have, didn't have to even be a super. This could, if you never read a comic book or didn't even know what superheroes were, you could watch this movie and be entertained by the story and how how it kind of layered on itself. Uh, my only complaint would be th- this guy, this character, would never be the Joker that was, you know, the Heath Ledger Joker with you know the the mastermind of you know kind of the villain to this guy does not seem like even even at the end of the movie does not seem like he would be like a i I don't know even how to say it but just like a a a mastermind villain to like a superhero he just seems like he would be uh just a just a just a crazy just a crazy 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 terrorist type of type of guy so um I, i honestly sat in my car after the movie for like five minutes and like googled about the ending, which I won't give away either, uh, and what it meant. So it's it's one of those movies. It's just like it's just a great like. It's very sad. I mean, it's just uh, depressing as hell. But um, d- definitely enter- entertaining, and I recommend it if you uh, can't be. It can't be any more depressing than Raw or SmackDown. So yeah, you know, it might oh, yeah. che- it might oh. che- it might cheer you up a little bit. I give it two Chick Foley's up. Uh, <laughs> two chicks up. If that's our um, rating system, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, I'm super pumped to see it. Um, I'll wait till the heel husband gets back, and we'll probably, I mean, just, I guess wait till it's streaming or something somewhere because ugh, finding you know time to go to the movies like with the little guy just like doesn't happen anymore. I can't remember the last movie I went to. Um, but speaking of wrapping this thing up, we freaking. We got to touch on. 
we have celebrated one year of potting together, oh, Phil. Yes, yes, we have. We're at the. Uh, I think we're right past the one year mark here. Sheena. Yeah, uh, October uh, October nineteenth, I think, was when we published our first episode, or you know, put it put it live on the iTunes, and it was pretty crazy because that how it all came about. Like Phil slid into my DMs. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, Phil Phil slid right into the DMs like a freaking stalker in the night and was like, hey. Wait, wait why don't you, you make me sound like that? Hey. Ha, ha, hey, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I was like, no. <laughs> never. That thought has never crossed my mind. Um, and Phil, like, encouraged me because I was like, I mean – you guys listen. I mean, you guys listen to this every week. Obviously, I'm not a professional broadcaster by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so, like pod podcasting, like like the thought of podcasting. I love podcasts. I listen to a bajillion podcasts, but the thought of podcasting gave me like the worst anxiety. Like I could even imagine. I remember talking to the Hill husband about it and being like, "No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, are you crazy? Like, put content out there. Like, like talking content." Absolutely not. Um, and I don't know why it felt so different to do like a podcast than I do. Like I go on Instagram stories every single day of my life and like share things. And then the thought of just like doing a, like a recorded podcast, like gave me the worst anxiety, but Phil, you know, Phil made it all kind of happen. He was like, let's do it. Yeah. I don't know. I had followed you for a while on Instagram and I could tell that you were, you know, you, you knew your stuff, number one, uh, which a lot of people on social media don't don't know you know what they're talking about but you 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 clearly did you were you were entertaining you you spoke well and uh i could tell that you would be you know you were you're you're well-rounded too you you don't like just wrestling you kind of you know you have your mom you like horror stuff you collect stuff yeah you you guys are all over the place with with a bunch of stuff so um i don't know it seemed like a good fit and uh you know i took a little bit of convincing but uh I think we roll right into it. We've we've gotten better with time as the year has gone on. We've definitely grown the audience here, and we will continue to grow and do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, the, the we and we added a, we added a new cast member. Yeah. yeah, we added we added a new co-host. Marco Marco came into the fold. He was just like a weekly contributor, sending us awesome emails. You know what I mean? He was like one of our patreons and um, sending us emails every week for us to read. And he earned the earned the badge of MVP. And then we like started like you know making making jokes about finding an intern. And uh, we were like, well, I mean naturally Marco's a good fit. Um, and he kind of like slid right in there and now he's like, he's, he's part of the chick Foley, the chick Foley fam here on the show. How'd you find our podcast, Marco? Uh, funny. You should ask. Um, no, um, so I think, <laughs> I, I think I, I started listening to uh, actually not listening. Sorry. I, I was following the, the wrestling classic shout out to the wrestling classic. Oh um, yeah. I love the wrestling yeah. classic. Um, so I think off of suggestions on Instagram, that's how I found um, Sheena mm-hmm. uh, Chick Fil A. I was like, oh, I was like, this is, I was like, it's a pretty cool page. I was like, she posts a lot of like wrestling stuff um, and a lot of news and stuff like that. And then I did notice the the hatred towards Samoa Joe, which I didn't get <laughs> at first. Being a first time fall, I was like, why does she hate Samoa Joe so much? She's actually. Not a bad wrestler. It was, I'm not, I wasn't a Samoa Joe Mark or anything like that. I was just like, I was like, he's actually really good. I don't know why she hates him so much, but I always thought it was funny uh, her going back and forth with like 
with like the comments and people just going, "Oh, why, why do you hate him?" And then you, then you go back and like, and then, yes. and, I, and then the other thing is you're really interactive too. So that was another thing. So you like, I would comment on something and you would comment back or like something. I was like, "Oh, I was like, this is one of the few interactive like pages besides mm-hmm. like the wrestling classic that would like actually answer back to you and stuff like that." Um, so then I did, I did listen to the the first show and actually listened to it recently, um, just to. In a, oh, just my in a comparison. oh my god! Oh my god! Don't oh tell me god. anything about this episode. Don't don't even like yeah. Don't tell me like I, I I'm sure it wasn't as bad as we probably think it was, but I'm sure it's just like it's it's so crazy because literally that was the first time Phil and I had ever talked like one on one. You know what I mean? Like we had been yeah. D- DMing and stuff like that, so it was like so funny that like the first time we ever potted together was like we just recorded an episode together. Um and. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine yeah, you, what it sounds like. You did say that. You guys did mention that on the first episode. That was the first time you guys ever came in contact, like voice wise. And I was like, oh, this, oh boy, this is, this should be, <laughs> should be interesting. interesting. <laughs> but no, it was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, you know, if, if you were just like tuning in, you wouldn't just be like, these people don't know what the hell they're doing. It just mm-hmm. sounded like two people just talking wrestling, nothing too, like, too cringeworthy. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Um, good. (laughs) But uh, yeah, but then obviously became a Patreon member and then um, did the show once. Did the uh, WrestleMania show? You got to co-host the WrestleMania show. I was going to say. I thought I did horribly, and you guys like were like, "Oh no, you did good." I was like, "Wow, this." I was like, "These these are really nice people because they're (laughs) patting my ego so much right now." (laughs) Um, But I I love the experience, and um, I wasn't thinking of doing it again. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try to contribute in any way I can to the show, even if it's not like voice wise. I was like, I'll send in like, like questions and stuff like that and try to like, you know, get my name out there in that sense. Just to like, yeah. you know, further along, like to say, hey, these, 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 they're, they're here to like help. They're here to like, you know, bring us entertainment and stuff like that. So hopefully, in, in hopes of a lot of other people sending emails and like, you know, you know, joining along and stuff like that. But then, yeah, yeah. like I said, the intern ship came up and i was like i was like uh i was like just the way it was like you guys were like joking about stuff like that i was like eh, i don't think they're too serious about that i think it's just like a a show like a joke thing you guys are running or like a little gimmick you're doing but yeah. then it became serious and i was like oh and, yeah, yeah, we we, we needed we needed somebody because uh, there would be times me and Phil would be like, "Wait, is that right? We need somebody to look that up for us," you know. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's been it's been such an awesome ride. I've met so many amazing people, and especially like like we talked about our Chick Foley fam, and just the people who support and listen, um, you know, every week and retweet the show and like you know tell us give us feedback. You know, I always try to repost your guys' stories like when you post it, you're listening to the show, so it means so much to us. Like you have no idea all the people that rate subscribe review it helps us out so much you know with the with the podcast i never realized like how important that kind of stuff was until we started our own podcast because you would hear other podcasters be like right subscribe review you're like yeah yeah yeah, whatever and then when you start your own podcast you're like yeah that stuff is important like it really helps expand your your reach um and get you heard by more people and yeah it means a lot for all you guys that have actually taken the time to do that and you know if you haven't done it do it yeah we uh we couldn't do any of what we do without you guys listening i mean if it was me and sheena just uh talking to microphones each week just to hear our voice you know we would have stopped a long time ago but uh you know we 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 continue to grow our numbers and uh you guys are digging what we're doing so we uh, we definitely appreciate it 
And uh, we got to thank you guys first and foremost that follow us, that listen to us, that you know support us. Uh, we mm-hmm. try we try to give back and do giveaways and and put out as much cool stuff as we can. But uh, thank you guys so much for making the show what it is. We'll continue to uh, provide as much uh, much insight as we can over the you know, the coming weeks and months and years and decades uh, until we're old. Headed into year two. Yeah, year two should be uh, even better than year one. So uh, we got a lot of <laughs> a lot of cool stuff coming down the pike. Uh, once all these babies pop out, uh, we'll be good. You know, <laughs> for you sure, know. for sure. Once you're done, once you're done with this pregnancy thing, Sheena, as as Eric Bischoff would say. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't don't worry. The uh, the the podcast will get a lot more um, interesting because I'll be able to like crack a cold one open while we're while we're there recording. We so yeah. I'll be able to. Oh, I'll, can't wait. I'll, yeah, I'll really be able to drop some hot takes with a little bit of, uh, you know, booze fueled fury in me. We need to we need to figure <laughs> out when when the three of us can do a, uh, a, a Jimmy's seafood meetup. Maybe maybe the summertime. We'll plan something for next year. For sure, can, for sure. Oh, definitely. And crash at the uh, the hotel Gentile here, <laughs> and uh, in beautiful Cadenceville. So uh, yeah, thank you guys Bye. for listening. Thanks for all the support. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah great episode guys we will next week be recapping or previewing yeah uh, our uh our episode our little bit of our crown jewel podcast episode and then uh mm-hmm. we'll talk about halloween we'll get into mm-hmm. some favorite halloween memories candy our favorite uh i know last year we did our favorite scary wrestlers so maybe we can touch on that too maybe favorite scary matches all that kind of spooky stuff and uh yeah we can talk about how uh american horror story has again gone down the rabbit hole of being awful like it seems to do every single season i know you guys disagree with me um but, uh, i i i kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit and i was really excited about this season i know this is i'm not getting off on another aside but yeah we'll talk we'll touch on it next week but yeah yeah all right uh and also if you if you have any questions especially halloween related questions or you know halloween havoc related questions anything spooky uh send us an email at askchickfoley at gmail.com and uh, hit us up for that toy drive. Sheena and Marco, thank you guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. And uh, stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you again next week. Give me those hands, right? I need those hands. Give me those hands, right? I need those hands. Give me those hands, right? I need those hands.